isn't this weird that I can like reach over and just like touch you? Like, ew. <laughs> Are we rolling? We're rolling. <laughs> God. This is why we don't do it in person. Could you? <laughs> yeah, this is. You start wilding. I'm going to start touching people. It's <laughs> a weird way to put it. God. Can't see it so. Can't see it so, please. <laughs> the cranium is crazy. Oh my God. Merry Christmas, family. Happy holiday from the Philadelphia 7-6. Crayon eaters rejoice! What is up, everybody? As you can see, we're in person for the TD3 Christmas show. It's going to be a great show for y'all. As you see by the title, we're ranking every player in the NBA, specifically the top 30. We did this last year around January, and I think I can speak for all of us that this year, this is one of the hardest years in recent years to rank the players because so many young players took a leap this year. They're like... It's impossible to, not impossible, but it's very hard to compare them to like the previous generation that's already been established. This is where agendas get pushed, right? <laughs> this, like we're, there's going to be some nasty combos on this one. And honestly, it's not even going to be nasty because everybody's good. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like this is, like you said, this was extremely hard. And even like from 22 to 21, we're sitting here just like, what am I going to do? Like, who am I going to put here? <laughs> Bro, me and Isaac made our list last week or a week and a half ago and we found ourselves almost every single day twisting it and turning it and there were just constant adjustments so from top five one to five one to ten fifteen to twenty there's just going to be no consistency between this between the few of us but that's all at the same time there's going to be some consistency as well so yeah we're in for a long we'll see man if you're watching do us a favor if you're on audio platforms leave us five stars leave a review if you're on youtube drop a like subscribe, all that. Help this video get seen by more people. You know, it's not often we're in person. It's the second time you've ever done it. Make sure everybody sees it from the audience. Listen, man, I ain't in the hood today. I feel so good. I'm in a safe neighborhood. I, I wait to some dog. Someone someone waved to me back. I feel good right now. So please leave a like. Got his ass in the burbs. So he's not going back. But before we get to the rankings and the main part of the show, we have a little festivities to do for T3 Christmas. I'm going to go grab some stuff. Y'all, y'all talk through some time. Okay. What do you think he's getting us? Uh, I have no idea. I don't know. To be honest with you, if he's going to, I hope you don't give us no bullshit. I, some might need for real. Some I rat poisoning. Know. Some type. Oh. Listen, okay. I've, oh, I've he, known okay. Isaac. I've known Isaac for some years now. Isaac is one of the top three most unserious people I've ever met. <laughs> and this is going to be some foolery right okay. here. He's putting yeah. on the Santa hat. Look at this. He's putting the Santa hat over the dad hat. Oh, yeah. He's not. This who does it like this? This is unserious. Who does this? Like, <laughs> this just isn't it? real. It's not Let's real. let Donovan go first. Donovan, okay. we got some gifts for you in there. All Open right. the bag first. The bag? Yeah. Merry to you through Christmas, y'all. Let's see what we got for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I don't like this. Show the camera. Oh, my God. Show the, Show camera. the camera. Show your ISO cam. You got me a Car Anthony Towns book. <laughs> His favorite player use? in the league. Read the, read the title for the audio listeners. Car Anthony Towns, the inspiring story of one of basketball's star centers. One of the best in the league. Incredible. Shout out to, Clay, shout out to Clayton, man. That's Arthur. Look look at the inside of this. This is a Dr. Seuss looking book. His <laughs> ass can't read. I had to keep it simple. <laughs> can't read. Okay. That's crazy. <laughs> we'll just toss that. Hold on. Let me we'll just toss that. Let me go. Oh, yeah, let's go one by one. Okay. Mo, your turn. Mo, open the bag first. Open a bag. His story okay. is quite inspiring, though. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I can't hate on that. Well, now you can learn all about it. There you go. Maybe it'll give you a yes. new light on him. No, I know enough. What I the fuck know. is in here? Enough. You better read that fucking book. What is in here? 
feels like some snacks. <laughs> Not for you. <laughs> oh, hell, this is exactly what I needed. This is for the effective control of rats and mice. <laughs> I could give you a hug right now, Listen, man. We can't get you out the hood for good, but we can help your battle against the rats in the hood. We can do a little damage. <laughs> this is going to be put to use as soon as I touch down to NYC, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. So actually, you open two in a row because Donovan has two in the next one to open. Okay, which one do you think I should oh, open? Two? This one or these? That one. Open the box. Let's go with that one. All right, let me open this. <laughs> All right. Two mo from Isaac. Why wow, you really put your heart into this. I ain't put. But don't speak so soon. All right, still opening it. What's going on? Here we go. We got a box. Does he need scissors? D don't show the address. You need scissors? You need a knife? Oh, you're good. You can. You can creative. Oh, look at the inside. Whoa, 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 whoa! Oh! Eight, eight, oh! eight p.m. Mondays. If you know, you know. This has skims on here. There ain't no way. Ain't no way I got a pair of skims. Show people. Oh, that's hard. Oh, hell. <laughs> oh, hell no. Nah. No, man, I got, what the fuck is this? That's hard. That's hard. What is this? Who finna wear this? Show the ISO cam. Who's finna wear this? Oh. Listen. I got Shay on my cheeks. God, bro. Shay, S-G-A. Listen, every live stream we do, you talk about wanting to do a skims haul. I hear you. I see you. And I listen. So we got you the greatest haul we could imagine. The spokesperson, <laughs> Mr. Aura Man, Shay Gildas Alexander on the cheeks. He got some SGA tidy whities for Christmas. And they are tidy motherfucking whities. Look at those things. Look at that fit. Bro. I don't know. They look kind of big, though. Even, even for Mo. <laughs> they look big as hell. What you trying to say about me, it man? Looks like Damn, a Damn, XL? I'm, I'm planning for you to have these for decades. I know you're never going to want to get rid of them once you put them on. They're going to be cozy. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> what, what does that mean? Listen, when he hits 60, he's not going to look the way he looks now. That's all I'm saying. None of us are. He said, you're getting thick. Eventually. <laughs> I see it. Okay. How do you feel? I feel bamboozled. <laughs> I feel led astray. I feel distraught. This is a monstrosity. This is cataclysmic. <laughs> you just ruined my hopes and dreams. You literally got a skims box. You're sick in the head. You know that? How do you get this? The we Did do you order for all skims and you just like he, kept it to yourself? He bought skims for himself. That's what happened. You mother... I cannot confirm or deny. All I can say is that things we do over here at TD3, we do them big. He got the skims on right now. Maybe. You do. <laughs> Damn, man. All right, Donovan, you go next. All right. This is my last gift. Apparently, Thank this you, is though. two gifts in one. Yeah, open it right next to the mic. Give him the gift ASMR. Exactly. Listen, I'm not going to show this. No. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to show this. I'm not going to show this. Show the ISO cam right now where we got you. One by one. Ooh, a Clippers a beanie. Clippers beanie. Listen, first of all, I live in I live in Texas. I'm never wearing this. <laughs> this will be donated. Listen, I know, I know you're fragile. Sometimes your ears get cold. You got the old beanie on. Make sure you're comfortable. No. What man. else do we have? You got the, your favorite jersey. Oh, your, your favorite the Paul player. George is kind of hard. No, that's kind of ill. A Paul George clips. Listen, this is going to go platinum in a Goodwill in Houston, <laughs> Texas. This is going crazy. Some kid... <laughs> Dead stock Clipper City jersey <laughs> edition. Come get your merch right now. Uh, is there anything else in here? Is it nope, there's those two. All right. Listen, I had to make sure you rep your favorite players and your favorite teams everywhere you go. I got you. Listen, I'm I'm happy that you were thinking about me, but at the same time, you were thinking about the community because again, all this is getting donated. The books, right? Kids are gonna learn how to read, right? Kids are gonna have Stuff to put on their heads. They're gonna have shirts. Christmas for Shout kids. Out to you. This is Shout a fantastic you. donation. We get for the kids, and that's what we're doing. <laughs> this will never touch my body. I promise you that. 
I promise you. Uh, bro, your bones just must make on weak just after holding that. But I got my last one. This is big. This feels like a frame. I got to be careful with this. Fantastic. I'll hold the mic. <laughs> yeah, hold the mic for him. Let's, let's do this as a team effort. It feels so weird doing show, this show, without show my candles. Oh. oh my god! Oh, the cranium is insane. The cranium is crazy. What the fuck? This is actually a good gift. Now this is that's hard. actually hard. Show that's okay. This is hard as hell. <laughs> Listen, if you know anything about us, we have we have some iconic moments. Most of them come when Mo says something hilarious. You hear the intro song. You hear the cranium is crazy. This is the origin of that photo. Many of y'all may have heard that before and not know where it comes from. This is it. Oh my God. The dome of all domes. This is Giannis. You're not holding your mic, by the way. You're just oh, talking. <laughs> the dome of it. all domes. Yeah, facts. <laughs> <laughs> this is perfect. When someone walks into my crib, they're going to be like, hey, yo, why you got this on your wall? I'm going to tell them, mind your business. <laughs> and I'm going to send them a link straight up. But this is fantastic. This is the greatest fucking gift ever. I go. got the best gift for sure. No, you 100% did. <laughs> Yeah, he, the, yeah he, can, the, he likes you more. It's the Shea undies. He likes you more. Okay, now the Shea undies was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but printing Shea on the on the nutsack is crazy, dog. <laughs> Who is finna do that? But wait, we're not done. I'm done with your guys' gifts. Nikhil. We have producer Nikhil in the corner. Come sit in my chair. Woo! Come. He was we, not prepared for We this. ain't forget him. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Come sit in my chair. You and you're going to take yeah. my mic. And we're going to get your live reaction oh, no. to something else. A lot of festivities. I'll interview you. Give me the mic. Have people seen what Nikhil looks like yet? This is Nikhil. Face reveal. What's up, y'all? <laughs> Go ahead and open that for us. I'll point the mic back at you. Yeah. We'll get you your live reaction. He gets a small oh, gift. Yeah, yeah. Give him your mic. Hell there yeah. you go. We got to get him involved. It's going to be some dumb shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing about this has been dumb shit. We have him a t-shirt. Daddy. Woo! Coming soon. <laughs> if you saw the last episode Nikhil was pulling up videos for us to watch And he had an ad that said calling all daddies I don't know what it was going on in that ad It was some weird shit But we had you guys comment daddy Nikhil And you did All of you said Nikhil is my dad And now he has a shirt to rep it Shout out to the fathers <laughs> Shout out to the fathers Shout out to him Yeah That's this hilarious is great. Do this for y'all man Thank you And not only is it a t-shirt It's a crop top It's a crop top To accentuate your form Okay <laughs> I'll be wearing this tomorrow I think you should put it on right now yeah, maybe uh, if they... <laughs> He's not about it. He's not about it. <laughs> it's, it's behind a paywall. Behind <laughs> a paywall. I got a bunch of... Oh, man. But wait. Just one second. Oh. I actually have a gift of my own. So y'all yap for a little bit while I go pull it out. I love yapping. No, no, God, tell me twice. So, Donovan, are you going on $200 dates? $200 dates? Of course. <laughs> That's 200 Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. we got a big Money. old bag. Show up, so show up. got a out. big bag for you, my sir. For me? Yeah. All right, can, can you hold this? Listen, you said I liked him more. Listen, he had to compensate, and he got you something as well. It's a Merry TV Christmas for everybody. Ooh. Wait, what is this? Go ahead, open it up. <laughs> what do you see? Oh, this is so fire. <laughs> <laughs> so I got you a pillow that says hater on it. Donovan. Oh! You this is crazy. And your hating is masterful. <laughs> Me, 
Isaac, Nikhil, the crayon ears watching this, every single time you sleep, I need you sleeping with hate on your mind. So you wake <laughs> up and you give us the greatest content of all time. We need that. <laughs> For audio listeners, it's a pillow that has a Knicks jersey on it and the name, instead of a name, it says hater. <laughs> Look at this. I got to take this down so y'all can see my smile. This is... <laughs> this is fantastic. I love this. It's hilarious. Oh, man, yeah. And that's everything we got for you. Yep. Merry TD3 Christmas, the TD3 holiday special. Let's get to the rankings. Oh, never mind. I said we're going to the main pod. I forgot one thing. For a while now, we told y'all we're going to do a PS5 giveaway when we hit 10,000 followers on Twitter. That was the plan. Things changed. Crazily enough, Activision decided to bless us with three PS5s to give to you guys. So we're not waiting anymore for that. We're just doing the, the giveaway now because we have three of these just available to give to you guys. So I think we give them to them now. Just give them to them early. You know, I kind of didn't want to give it to them because they did <laughs> not follow us at all. And to be honest with you, I had about 50 burners ready to go ahead and win that PS5 turn, that PSI giveaway, bro. Yeah. But they deserve it. Y'all have been yeah. showing love. Y'all been liking the videos, commenting, showing up on our live streams and all that. And I'm happy to give this to y'all. Yeah. Listen, you know, they got us a 6K followers from zero. That's solid. And listen, it's a TD3 Christmas special. If we're giving to all of us, we got to give back to y'all, our crayon eaters. All right. So the packages hadn't got there yet when I recorded this yesterday, but we finally got them. All three of them. Man, <laughs> that was kind of hard. Sorry. <laughs> good. Shout out to Activision. They sent us these. We got the special Call of Duty edition PS5s, the new ones. Give it away to three of y'all, so tap in. So what we're going to do is, once this pod is live, you're going to see on our Twitter account, there's a post that's going to say reply to this for the PS5 giveaway. So now go to our Twitter and you'll see it. Just reply to the tweet and we'll pick the giveaway winner from there. Calling all the eaters. Where you at? <laughs> <laughs> if you're on YouTube or Spotify, you don't have a Twitter, just make a burner. I don't care. Make a burner and reply to that and we'll pick from there. I still got a chance to snag one. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> and yeah, Three of y'all are going to have a Merry Christmas from TD3 with a brand new PS5. And guys, now we can go to the main pod. Woo! So now that we're back to the main part of the show, what we're going to do is a top 30 rankings like we've always done. And how we always do it is we reveal section by section of five. So we're going to start from 25 to 30, then 15 to 20, etc. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I said all the wrong numbers. But you know how it goes. <laughs> we're going to go block by block and take turns. Who do we got first in this slide, Nico? Oh, we have all, okay. Well, there you go. We have our whole bottom five on the screen right now. I'll go first and say mine for the audio listeners. Keep in mind, like I said earlier, this is the hardest top 30 I've ever had to do. The names we had to consider that had variance in play from last year to this year, incredibly difficult. At 26, I have Jalen Brown, 27, Zion Williamson, 28, Rudy Gobert, 29, Carl Anthony Towns, and 30, Pascal Siakam. Okay. Damn. Okay. Yo, Gobert is much lower than what I thought you were going to put him. You, you have him a lot higher? Yeah, I do. Wow. I that do. Is I'll, so say, I'll say that off rip. That's that's probably the, the most shocking. Everything else is kind of like it's I'm gonna like, say the yeah. obvious. It's so sad to see Zion at number 27. Yeah. Man. That's so sad. He does he has no business being that low. Being in Jalen Brown and Pascal Siakam range range, that's crazy as hell. He's not supposed to be there. He Last year I would have had him like 12. Like, yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. It's just and, sad. And that's the thing. I want to put him a lot higher, obviously. I'm one of the biggest Zion fans you'll find. Yeah. He just hasn't been good this year. He has many flashes of being great. He dropped 36 a couple nights ago. The next game, he dropped 12. Yeah. He, it's just, 
his much has been made about him being huge now and <laughs> i didn't drop him because he's huge but that plays a factor in his game to game motor <laughs> and he just doesn't have the same consistency he had last year yeah. when last year he was a legitimate mvp candidate every night mm. we, we're just not seeing that guy this year so i honestly he hasn't been a top 30 player this year i uh, gave him benefit of the doubt that he'll continue to get better and yes still yes i i, I, didn't, I didn't forget what happened last year so mm -hmm. i gave him some credit yeah and you're you're gonna see some of that on my list as well who's the hardest person to put on on this bottom five for you zion <laughs> for that really? reason okay also go bear i'm again i'm, I'm probably it's hilarious i have the lowest i'm probably the biggest go bear fan here 100 percent. i had to balance do i still have this hat on i do <laughs> <laughs> i had to balance the um I, I like him a lot i've come to defend him for years i try to balance that with how great he's been this year and listen i put him above cat i think he's firmly the, the timberwolves second best player i ended up going with guys above him that are also good there's other good defenders on here that i gave credit for that I just didn't think he had the offensive production to be above somebody like a Jalen Brown. Like that was my hardest debate. Cause I know we had a TikTok about that like a year ago where it was Jalen Brown versus Gobert. And I was firmly team Gobert. Changed my mind a little bit. So you can sway me to put him higher. So go ahead if you have a better argument to put him higher. Uh I mean there could definitely be arguments being made because I've never seen Jalen Brown have the same effect in a complete total game on both sides, like Rudy Gobert does. Like, Jalen Brown's a fine offensive player, of course, but he's never going to be the main reason why you're a top five offense in the entire NBA. Like, yeah. The, yeah. I, not to, like, disrespect his game or anything like that, For sure. but the Celtics just have a built-in system with so many complementary pieces that just magically, not magically moves them there, but they're just there, you know? So, and I love that you put Carl Anthony Towns there as well. He deserves so much love and admiration for how he's sort of evolved his game. He's being more comfortable. He's been a better defensive player, moving his feet a lot better and all that. And he's playing with a little bit less emotion. He's, he's less yappy on the court. <laughs> and while he, he, he directed that energy to actually just being like more locked in and focused yeah. on that. end yeah. too. So, yeah, listen, if Kat didn't go on the podcast run that he had this summer, <laughs> he honestly would have been higher on a lot of people's lists because yeah. I think right now just the perception of Cat for the last couple of years has been, you know, a little shaky and, yeah. uh, you know, people like me don't necessarily love him, but I do have to give him credit. And so like, that's why he's on my top 30 because he has been uber efficient in the, in the mid range, right? He's obviously one of the best shooting bigs in the league. 50, 40, 90. Right. Like Nuts. it's, it's, it's crazy. And so for a team that we thought, was going to have to be blown up after one year. Cat Cat's resurgence has put the Timberwolves in a position where like they can legitimately make the finals. Hmm. And so it's nuts to think about from last year. That's crazy. That, that's, that's actually crazy. So yeah, so I, I, I cat 30, I guess we'll take this out transition into my five at 30. I have cat 29, Jamal Murray, 28, Tyrese Maxey, 27, Lowry Markinen, and then 26, Jalen Brown. Interesting. You have my two hard, two of my hardest cuts were Larry Markney and Tyrese Maxey. Mm -hmm. I should have. I, I think I probably should put Maxey on here. Definitely. I ended up going uh, Siakam over Larry. So interesting. You have him like I, I was thinking about Larry for thirty. Okay. Why is he so high at twenty seven? I think that Lowry one is Lowry can fit on a whole bunch of different teams because of because of his skill set and because of his shooting. And when we talk about like like for Maxey. Maxi has taken the the leap this year, right? Mm -hmm. And I think all of us firmly believe like that that like this is who he's going to yeah. be. Lowry took the leap last year and while it came really out of nowhere, it is basically who who like he is now. 
And so I think that for now, for a year and a half, which is kind of like an extended period of time in today's NBA, Larry Markkinen has shown to be a very efficient, very versatile scorer. Yeah. And I think that he can fit on a lot of on a lot of teams and can contribute to winning basketball in a lot of situations. And just because he's in Utah and they're not in the business of winning basketball games right now, I don't think that I I don't think that we should keep him out of the top 30. Yeah. Yeah, that's super fair. Lowry, his in, his individual production has not like moved or shifted at all. He's been the same great offensive player, great offensive player that he's been. He's a fantastic, one of the best um catch and shoot players in the entire NBA. Like you said, like he's probably the hottest commodity in the trade market. And 100%. so to see him at 27, like I I I'm happy that you put him there and honestly, I wish that I made more room for him, but I just felt like there was too many, too many other good players ahead of him who just have gone more sunlight and sunshine, you know? Yeah. So yeah. my my biggest thing, though, is uh, 29, Jamal Murray. I think yeah, it's interesting that you put him there. I love it. that you put him there. I didn't want to put him there because I'm just like, I'm looking at the type of year that he's had. Mm-hmm. And he's averaging like cool 18 points, efficient and all that. Missed a couple games, but I don't think he's had like an outstanding year so far. And that's And that's fair. When we get to later in the list, I, I think all of us feel this way. When we talk about Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Butler gets some points because yeah. of how much he rises in the playoffs. And there's conversations that he ends up just nudging his way into because of what he does in, in the playoffs. Jamal Murray is the exact same way, right? And so I'm not talking about Jamal Murray as a top 15 guy, but top 30? Yeah, like be, he is one of the best playoff risers in the league today. True. Like, in history. In history, right? The stuff that he's done in the postseason is crazy. So I want to give him credit for that. And so that's why he's in my top 30. Okay. I, yeah, I kind of wish I'd put Maxi on here. Maybe I would have slid him over Siakam. I could see Maxi over Cat. Larry, though, like, I want to put him on here because I agree. He's like, I think he's a legitimate, like, low-level all-star. Mm-hmm. I don't really know the argument to put him above Cat with the way Cat's been playing this that, year. That's the Donovan tax. Yeah, okay, that's fair, fair, <laughs> fair enough. Talk right. us through your third, your first five, Mo, because there's some interesting names here. Yeah, so at number 30, I have Tyrese Maxey, 29, Rudy Gobert, 28, Paolo Bancaro. I had to put him on there with the successful year that he's had so far with the Orlando Magic. He's definitely going to be a first-time All-Star, but I digress. 27, Jalen Brown, and 26, I have Kyrie Irving. That's low for Kyrie Irving. Interesting. Yeah. We all clearly, both of us, do you have him higher Donovan? He's not on your list. Okay, well, talk because it's an audio platform. Yeah, yeah, no, he's he's not on on my list, and I think I think part of it is once once we get to like this back half, it gets it gets very very tough to to start making cuts, and it's like you really think Larry Markin's better than Kyrie Irving at basketball. If generally, uh, I don't blame you because it's just like I blame you overall, like the last year two years he's done larry marketing and has like made more noise in the nba than Kyrie. so that is such a subjective thing though like has he made more noise what does that mean like Kyrie averaged 27 last year on one of the most efficient years just now he's playing backseat to lucas who is the highest usage player in the nba so naturally his counting stats are going to be lower that ain't making worse at basketball that didn't make him worse at basketball but at the same time we literally last year we watched like again, I don't want to say it's a tax or anything like that, but we watched it him get tax. traded to the Dallas Mavericks, and it they just tax. like get worse. So yeah, well, it wasn't because like, Kyrie. The, the numbers they had last year when Kyrie and Luca were on the court were always positive. The team was just fucking ass around them because they traded their only good perimeter defender and had nothing on the back end to make up for a defensively deficient front court. For Kyrie, I think 
a lot of and a lot of what we've seen from Kyrie over the last several years and what we might see later on in this list is you have affected teams and you have the stuff that you've done away from basketball all of that stuff matters yeah and so for Kyrie give me one year of <laughs> solid basketball I get and it, then yeah. I will I will gladly put you over Larry marketing <laughs> but I need to see it for nine straight months yeah and yeah. I haven't seen it. So we're in the process of that. He can get back to that, but I need consistency. He has absolutely everything else, just not actual consistency. I understand that. Yeah. There's the off the court intangible stuff. I personally try to look past that as best as I can because I feel like a lot of times, like not to say it doesn't mean nothing, like it's important, it matters, but I feel like a lot of, like not just us, but people in general that you know, do analysis mm-hmm. and have opinions, use it as a crutch to just be like, this guy falls apart in the playoffs. He's automatically worse without any more critical thinking or like Kyrie ruins teams, whatever it may be. So I try to balance that a little bit and like account for the fact he's still just fucking incredible at basketball. Like, would you really rather have Jamal Murray than Kyrie Irving? No one in their right mind would do that, in my opinion. Maybe. Maybe. I I think at this point right now, it's a conversation. Well, okay, let me not act like Jamal Murray can't stand toe-to-toe alongside Kyrie. He definitely can. He can stand toe-to-toe with literally anyone in the league. What's June, April hits. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot more games to play than just those. So I try to... I, maybe maybe I should have put Jamal Murray for that because, listen, we put Jimmy Butler high because we know when the playoffs come around, exactly. he becomes God. Exactly. I guess you could say the same thing about Jamal Murray. I guess, really, I'm probably just biased to the fact that he's been hurt this year and hasn't quite had like a chance to be consistent and like get really rolling like we thought he would. We mm-hmm. all thought that he would be an all-star this yeah. year. Easy, without a question. And right now, he's not in that conversation at all. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, listen, I put Pascal Siakam in here. Y'all didn't. I did the same thing with him that I did with Kyrie. We're like, this situation he's in this year isn't conducive to him putting up numbers. Mm-hmm. But yeah. last year, he was an all-star, averaged like four more points. He's only worse this year because he takes three less shots per game because they new coach prioritized Scotty Barnes. I don't think that made Pascal Siakam any worse. He's a, he's a walking brick from three also. But <laughs> yeah, but I mean, <laughs> can't ignore that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I still think he's great. But like, listen, if you want to put those guys we're talking about above him, sure. No. Yeah, I... I Listen, I can't that, be that's, mad at that's that. What I'm at. I can't be mad at that. Me personally, I left out Car Anthony Towns. He was an honorable mention. My honorable mentions were guys like Desmond Bain, Cat, of course, and then also um, Pascal Siakam. I wanted to put Cat here so bad, but I just felt like I I could not put him over Tyrese, Paolo. Or oh, you didn't put Cat? Like, yeah, no. Oh, I yeah. You I put, want him okay. to. I wanted to, but he's not the reason why. Like this team is number one in defense and the best team in the NBA, statistically speaking, right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think this is good. I, I like this bottom five. It's with a little variance. I, I appreciate the Palo Bencaro pick. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. All first time All-Star, we need to... Hopefully, that'd be cool. Yeah, it's going to happen. Uh, let's move on to the next four. From 21 through 25, I have Bam Adebayo at 21, Scotty Barnes, Trey Young, <coughs> Jalen Brunson, and Kyrie Irving. <coughs> wow. Okay. Ha-ha! Sorry, I just had to get that out. What was that for? <laughs> Trey Young is above Jalen Brunson, that's all. Don't get too confident. That was extremely difficult. I thought about this. For at least 30 minutes. And the fact that Trey Young has fallen from like the third best point guard in the league to me having Jalen Brunson conversations is crazy. One, let's let's not, let's not disrespect Jalen Brunson by saying <laughs> Jalen Brunson conversations. Let's say that. Two, fair. just because he says it's right, don't mean that it's actually true, okay? Trey Young is not, and I'll, I'll give it up right now, Trey Young is not better than Jalen Brunson right okay. now. It's tough. And- I don't blame you. Huh. That's that's not that's not the case. Okay. Being serious though for a second, one thing that I'll say that caught me by surprise is putting Scotty Barnes 
at 22. He did not make my list whatsoever. He was definitely an honorable mention. Um, I'm not saying that as if like I fucking still hate the dude or whatever. He genuinely like has made that leap after having mm-hmm. what you call a Tyreek Evans-ish sophomore slump, <laughs> which is just super natural. We've seen plenty of players in the past have this. Jason Tatum, for example. Um, he made leaps to his game. Me personally, I would not say that he's better than Jalen Brunson at all. I wouldn't consider him better than Trey Young. Um, but to see that you have this type of admiration from at 22 is interesting, and you got to talk. Don, is he on your list? Uh, I think that you are munching for Scotty Bronson. Yeah. He's not on my list. Y'all need to watch more Raptors games. I'm sorry. People hate on us a lot because we make fun of the Raptors and Raptors fans get pissed about it. This is the time. If you didn't put him in your top 30, Please you legitimately me, need to watch more Raptors tell games. Tell me why he's better than Jalen Brunson. Defense. He is a legitimately incredible defender. He's not going to get all in, uh, all defense buzz or anything like that because that's not the way people view him and the Raptors defense isn't good enough. <laughs> Typically, you got to have like a top tier defense to get in those kind of co- type of conversations. He's incredible defensively. And offensively this year, it's similar to um, Pascal Siakam, where I put him a little bit lower because the team sucks. But we know that if they're in a better context where they didn't have all these duplicative skill sets, this team would be cooking. That's he true. has added a legitimately good three-point shot to an already versatile offensive game that's making him like a legit three-level scorer. And if he's only averaging just over 20, it's simply because the team caliber around him, they have no spacing. He's a slasher with no spacing around him. It's like what we used to say about RJ Barrett and why his development was kind of like iffy. Except Scotty Barnes is actually good at basketball and has displayed elite skill sets that he's going to be an all-star this year. So y'all going for real silly when an all-star isn't your top 24 players because he's going to get that recognition from the actual league that decides it. And it's just so clear to see that he's a two-way star now that if he had the right team around him, he'd be averaging 25 with ease. That's fair. If you want to, if you want to go ahead and say that Scotty Barnes should be in the top 30, that's cool. And that's a different conversation. The conversation that we're having right now is specifically Barnes over Brunson. Yeah. I'll, and I, I, and yeah. I, I don't think that that is correct. I think that you, you talked about, um, about like while we were harping on RJ, right? And all this other stuff. Jalen Brunson plays with RJ Barrett, right? <laughs> <laughs> and is dominating. Yeah. Right? I should have given the RJ tax and put him at top 10. <laughs> Jalen Brunson last year, like, and honestly, you were ahead of the curve for a lot of people and saying Jalen Brunson is going to come into New York and he's going to be exceptional and he's going to be very good. He's going to have one of the best contracts in the NBA. And he exceeded expectations. Like anything that any, that everybody thought that Jalen Brunson could be, he passed that up last year. This year, he's taking it to another level. He's more he's more efficient. He's shooting like 46% from, he's great. From, from three. He's fantastic. And for him to have an offense that also isn't like a crazy juggernaut offense around him. And he is the driving force. He is the driving force of a team that is going to be in the top four of the East. Right. <laughs> hoping, <laughs> hoping, hoping, pray, right. Projecting. But Brunson's ability to impact the Knicks and to lift them up, especially when their second star is inconsistent at times. He's been good for a while, but yeah. Yeah. But you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Brunson, I, I I just don't agree that Brunson should be lower than than Barnes in this case. Yeah, well, the thing is, you said nothing about defense, and that's mm-hmm. half the game. And that's a lot of my debates ended up going mm-hmm. to the guy who... Listen, Jalen Brunson's a better scorer. He's also averages more because he's a higher volume scorer, can take more shots because his team allows him to do that. Scotty Barnes is a slasher with no spacing, and he shoots 70% at the rim right now. 38% from three. Still averages 20 points per game on, I think, like six less shots per game probably than Jalen Brunson. Keep in mind, I pulled that number out of my ass. I'm guessing it's something like that. <laughs> also, was an elite rebounder, over nine rebounds per game, 5.8 assists per game. People sleep on his passing ability. For a long time, Raptors fans were like, oh, he can be a point guard. He's an elite passer and he's so-and-so. Dramatic. He's not but that. he's a legitimately really good passer. 
I just named like every facet of the game that he's legitimately really good at. The only thing that keeps him out of these conversations with people is points per game. And that's simply because he plays with Pascal Siakam, OG Ananobi, and Dennis Schroeder. Where's the spacing in that lineup? Jakopodal. And he still shoots 70% at the rim. What is he bad at right now? Jalen, I'm not, I'm not saying. I'm Fuck Jalen Brunson. No, 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 because that's, no, because that's the only argument. I'm not, I, I will admit to you that he should be in the, in the top 30, right? I, I will give you that. You, you don't have to sell me on Scotty Barnes. You have to sell me why he's better. I just told you, do you think defense matters? I do. One's an elite defender. One is at best average, a slightly below average for being real. He's a small guy. It's not his fault. One gives legitimately really good impact there. One gives you nothing. I think, I think that like, and while while defense matters, if you are talking about getting getting buckets and being able to drive an offense, right? Even teams who have the best defense in the league, right? You probably wouldn't believe in them as much as you would a team that has the best offense in the league, right? Because it's so hard to just watch a team. Incorrect. <laughs> All the so many of the past championship teams were elite no 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 defenses. no no no. no. No, 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 not, not, I'm not talking about, about champions because when we get into like the final four, all those teams are, are complete. And they have right? superstars, sure. Right? Okay, yeah, okay. All that. I'm saying like, when you're talking about a 42 and 40 team, right? If the Knicks from 2020, who were all defense, no offense, rather than the Kings from last year, who were all offense, no defense, you would probably lean towards that Kings team that is that great offensively. Yeah. That's just a little bit irrelevant. I think when we're talking about Why? individual players, because we're talking about individual players, not the teams around them. Like. These that's these, I'm saying I'm saying I'm saying the Knicks aren't a top tier offense team and the and the I'm Raptors saying, aren't I'm top tier defense. I'm saying you are you are leaning towards you are leaning towards saying like defense is this is the is the tiebreaker for for you yeah. or the thing that's skewing you. And I'm saying Jalen Brunson's out here and has the ability to give you he has the upside to give you. 50 points in a, in a game. He has the ability yeah. to give you 41 in a, in a playoff game and be one, great. and be yeah. and be one of the reasons. I don't think Scotty Barnes has that ability. Agreed. But yeah. I just think there's more that matters than points per game. Like it's it just depends on what you value. I think overall, I, I, yeah. holistically, and like Scotty Barnes genuinely gives you all that. That is his potential coming out of college. Folks are called what's calling him the next Draymond Green. Folks blown out of proportion a lot of like the things that he was supposed to be elite at like his passing i think he's still like a great passer for his size not a point forward not the next yes, he has a six, 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 like he's that. a point forward well i when i think of point forward i think of a little bit different way but regardless of the fact yeah. we're all we all agree he is like a great passer for his size point blank period yeah yeah i just need to see more elite level scotty barnes rather than just like the first 25 30 ish games of it you know what i'm saying so, so this yeah. season so far i can't be mad at it but to say that he's better than someone like jalen brunson and trey young who's like these these two are just offense i don't want to say jalen brunson's like an offensive system himself but he is a fucking bucket and we've seen him get it through the mud through yeah. the ins and outs similar to, to similar ways that scotty barnes has had like he has, like you said, like he's playing alongside R.J. Barrett and 6'9 R.J. Barrett sometimes <laughs> and Julius Randle. So it's Again. like he, he's, he doesn't have much help alongside either. And so for these two yeah. players, I think they're just a tier ahead. Scotty Barnes can get he's there, not, no but way. I just don't think he's there just yet. Just, I think you're jumping the gun like you do usual with him. I'm not. You I, are. You did last year. <laughs> I, I'm just right, though. He's going to be an all-star. Like He's, I, he's a thousand percent going to be an all-star. I would bet a hundred dollars on right now. I think an he's an all-star talent for sure. He's gonna be an all-star. Like I guarantee he'll be voted an all-star. 
Well, I mean, it's Toronto, so I can't get, I can't like go against you from there. Oh, okay, he, fan vote. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's like, what Fair. do you want me to say, bro? I but, just again, I think just think about team context. We all think the Raptors are a ridiculous team that should blow it up with just the same players from two through four. I say what you want about the Knicks roster; it's not the best thing in the world, but nothing about it holds back Jalen Brunson from his game. His game, they need him to take all these shots and do these things. They're perfectly built for him to be this guy that can get the best of Jalen Brunson, I think. I can't think of a team context that suits him better. They have no other ball handlers. Before, he's playing behind Luka, and that held back him statistically. Now, that's not an issue. For a guy like him that's an on-ball scorer, to be the number one option is the best thing you could hope for. There's no other guards that have duplicative skill sets. It's the complete opposite for Scotty Barnes, and he's still averaging 29-6. and six. So just think about if he had a stretch five, if there's no Siakam, and there was an actual hierarchy. Well, you of, said 29-6. and six. You meant 20-9-6. 20-9-6. Like, like okay, cool. You said yeah, that yeah. like... Cool. Yeah, I understand. I talk too fast. Audio listeners, <laughs> we got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just imagine him on a team that made sense with what he's showing now. Literally, the only thing holding him back is how many shots per game he takes. That's it. All his efficiency, everything else. But you don't want to give Brunson for being in that. So if Scotty was in a good situation and doing all those things, he would have you, you, would, you would give him that credit. But Brunson is in a, is in that situation doing amazing things. So you don't want to give him the credit over Barnes. <laughs> he's the 24th best player in the league. What the fuck do you want from me? I, again, I'm saying that if Scotty could be in the best situation, his offensive output would be at least somewhat close. Still less of an offensive player than Jalen Brunson. And then the defensive golf is way bigger than anything Jalen Brunson does better than Scotty. Nah, man. Go, go ahead and munch for Scotty. You, uh, you just don't like defense. That's fine. Go, go to, go Listen, to you don't like defense. I just don't. I, I like Scotty Barnes as a talent. You know me against the Toronto Raptors fans. Like, it's it's pretty much smoke or whatever. <laughs> yeah, but regards to the fact, <laughs> I like Scotty Barnes as a talent. He has made that jump. He's made that leap. And I can't deny it. But I need to see a little bit more before I just jump the gun. Like, if we were, if this was, like, throughout the entire season, he was playing like this. I'm so on board. And Masai Ujiri, he is, continu- he is continuing to derail this man's career. But regardless of the fact, I need you to explain a little bit why you have Trey Young at 23. I think that's a little bit too low. I honestly, it could have been lower for how he played the start of the season. I gave him, I had him below Jalen Brunson at first. I give him credit because the last, I think, 13 games, let me pull it up. He's been great. He's, he's, at, he's been averaging like 30, shooting like 42% from the three point. He's exactly. snapping right now. He's back. I, ha- I think he, I had those stats pull up. It went away. He's averaging like, oh, I have it right here. He's in the past 13 games averaging 32.2 points, 10.6 assists. Eating. Uh, shooting 43% from three and 47% from the field. He is eating. He's That's so back. Exactly. We've been praying to have that for Trey Young. And for the past year and a half, just hasn't done it consistently enough. And I'm starting to think that when he's playing like this, he's 100% the Trey Young we've always hoped he could be what we thought he was two and a half years ago. We thought he'd be a top three point guard. When he's not being this efficient, which, listen, it's been a year and a half of most of the time he hasn't been like that. So at this point, it's a pattern. I think he's a molded player that it's not necessarily worth giving him the high usage he demands because unless you're going to be like a Luka Doncic, like a prime James Harden, you have to be like hitting on all cylinders for that type of heliocentric play style to make sense for a team. And just simply put, when he's not hitting his shots, he's not giving you enough defensively to warrant him being the end-all be-all of your offense. Yeah. But I put him up higher because he's been great lately. So I hope he can continue that trend and move up higher on the list. With that being said, through the inconsistencies, even with that, I still think he's been better. Inconsistent Trey Young, in my opinion, has been... I think he, it warrants him to be above someone like Scotty Barnes. I'm not going to argue about like above Bam because Bam is like... Yeah. He should be 20. He belongs there. He, he's made that leap across the cylinders, especially when it comes to scoring. But when it comes to Scotty Barnes, I see they both have had inconsistencies. Scotty went through it last year for a multitude of reasons. Um, so I see what you're saying. I disagree. 
but I'm not going to kill you like how Donovan wants to kill you over fucking Jalen Brunson. I'll, I'll, I'll argue this to death. I think we're all going to come around on Scotty Barnes pretty soon once his team starts to make more sense. And listen, everything is easier once they have that all-star label. So once February comes around and everybody starts to view him as an all-star, the same way we do a Lowry Markkinen, a De'Aaron Fox, whoever, that makes it so much easier for people to rationalize these things. So give me until February. Listen, I need a year or a, a couple more months before I make that assumption. Fair enough. I mean, you put, you put Tyrese Maxey in your top 30. It's been, it's been 25 games. Oh, Tyrese, Tyrese, Tyrese Maxey never had to beat the fraud allegations. Like, <laughs> just just watching Raptors games. Because there's different expectations. And that's for <laughs> Scotty Barnes, like you have to... For someone who I view, I viewed him highly as well. I thought he was going to be uh, his rookie year. I thought he was going to be so impressive defensively. He was incredibly overwhelming or underwhelming. My bad. Second year, same shit follows and applies. And this year, he's finally reaching that expectation. Yeah, and that's how it works with young players. They develop. It, is, it didn't happen as fast as we hoped. That should happen now. And I don't feel the reason to like wait on it because nothing about it's unsustainable. Yeah. With that being said, though, I think yeah. 23 that's you should be ashamed of yourself <laughs> you should be ashamed you're oh you should crazy. be even more ashamed of yourself right, right. here 25 you're Why? gross go Why? ahead and listen yeah so, here, so here's my five so i have trey young at 25 okay i have rudy gobert at 24 i have zion at, at 23 darren fox at 22 and then i have bam at 21 the only one looking back at this right now that i would move or change would be zion at, at 23 this is a lot of projecting um uh, listen we obviously we get a bunch of jokes off um, I think I tried to overcorrect myself in terms of saying we joke on him too much. Let me try to give him a little bit too much praise. So I I can take that one that one back. Everything else I feel fairly fairly decent about. Hey Mo, the one thing I will say we're we on got, the same page. Let's say it at the same time. De'Aaron Fox is too low. You are a bastard for that, <laughs> bro. Twenty two, you go to jail, go to hell. You have that. You deserve coal in your stocking for Christmas. Boo! Shame on you. Shame on you. Twenty two. Shame. 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 Oh my God, bro. <laughs> Why? It's hard, man. What happened to Larry? <laughs> listen, listen. These are, these are hard. I got like seven spots higher. <laughs> are, That's crazy. De'Aaron Fox at like fifteen is wild in in wow. my in my opinion. Okay. In, in He's averaging thirty. Yeah. It's, it's kind of, it's kind of wild. I don't have that. It's close, but keep going. Right. Anyways, so we, we want to we want to talk about De'Aaron. Or who, who do who do we want to talk about from this list? Bam is chalk. You explain Zion. Gobert makes sense. He's DPOY. I yeah. probably should have had him higher. Trey Young, I talked about it. You probably agree with me. Mm-hmm. Why is De'Aaron Fox at 22? Yeah, that's I amazing. just like the other point guards more. And so, okay. and so we can we can talk about it more when we get to the rest of my list. Um, okay, we'll, we'll know it. Let's save yeah. it then until we when we yeah. pull him up and then we'll talk about yeah. why we have him higher. Yeah. We should have the full frame of reference. Yes. All right, cool. Let's go to Mo's next five. All right, so for my next my next five, I got Jimmy Butler. Always have to put him there. He could be literally like anywhere on this list. He could be up as high as like top 12, 11, and that's just the natural range that we have. Him. Real quick, Donovan, <laughs> you had Jimmy Butler too low. Shame, 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 shame. This is worse. <laughs> Hold on. Why is it worse? Has he been snapping? At 25? This? Has he been snapping so far this Come regular on, season? Every Come year, on, fam. You just it's like you everybody every year people forget that June happens every year and Jimmy Butler becomes Michael Jordan. How do you forget? Is it June yet? As far as I know, he got a satin <laughs> Santa, Santa suit on this December right now. Excuse me. So 25 Jimmy Butler, 24 Zion, 23 LaMelo Ball, 22 PG and 21 I got Jalen Brunson. I respect that. I didn't put Lamelo. I forgot about Lamelo. He got hurt 15 games yeah. this season. But regardless of the fact when he was when he was 
healthy. You love Lamelo. He started you, you as soon as he started getting to the line. That just transformed his game. True, true. And for any true high elite level scorer, you need to get to the line, and he finally mastered that. That's been a weakness for his entire career. And for him to finally get over that uh, scared of contact thing and just force himself, he realized he's six seven and he has some quickness to his game. I think once he comes back. I don't want to say like the Hornets are going to be in playing contention, but they're not going to be a yeah, complete yeah. wash or a shit show like the Washington Wizards or anything like that. I, I mean, listen, nobody's out. going to be as worse, as bad as the Washington Wizards. <laughs> yeah, right. uh, well, maybe the D- the Detroit Pistons, maybe them. But yeah, that's that's fair. But okay, is uh, there are there any real discrepancies at all other than uh, or I had Paul George a little higher, but it's yeah. not crazy. Jalen, I respect the Jalen love. I honestly wanted to put Jalen higher. I just uh, the. The theme for mine is I rewarded defense and in every debate that was too close offensively. So mm-hmm. I didn't go that high, but I respect it. His offense has been incredible. I don't know if he'll continue to be the best three-point shooter in the league by far, but even if he doesn't, he's still great. Yeah, it's just Jimmy's too low. That's the only, only issue. I love Jimmy Butler so much. And I like Prove right it. now, <laughs> right now, I just didn't want to put him that high simply because it's like, it's Jimmy Butler in the regular season, man. Like, this is not his time. Where the, he's perfectly comfortable being put in this range for me personally because I know what he's going to do in the playoffs. Right now, this is not the playoffs. And so far this season, he's just been like super steady and ready. He's just kind of maintained his game and he hasn't done anything too crazy so far this season. We all know what he is. Yeah, exactly. And I just feel like knowing what he is, he's got to be a top 15 player or at least top 20, I think. I couldn't fit yeah. him. Yeah, he, 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 has, he has to be top, top 20. I mean, every, coming into the year, like all of us, None of us actually believed in the Heat to be good, but we put them high in our rankings because, like, they're Miami. And part of the reason is Jimmy Butler and Spo, they just figure out ways to win. And they're still doing that right now. Like, I thought that they were going to be in the mud. <laughs> and they are a very good – they're a very good team. And it's in part because Jimmy Butler is fantastic. Obviously, Bam and, and uh, Hamehakis and all that stuff. But – I. 25 and putting him near like the Rosales above him. Like, come on now. Come okay, on. that's fair. This Zion is like is the land him? of like second option, like like elite second options, right? Low, that's low. That's what tier. Zion is playing like right now, bro. But Jimmy at 25. Bro. Yeah. He's in the regular season. That's what he wants to be. He hasn't been better than Bam so far this regular season. Nah, man. He right now this is Bam's team as we speak. Well, we're not talking moment. about now, just this regular season. You know, it's a holistically, contextually, we know that playoffs matter and he's gonna be him. Like He's an outlier in that way that I'm with you. Normally, I'm like, we have to consider. That's why I don't put Jamal Murray this high. But it's like the res. What Jimmy's done just has to get respect. You know, he's going to do it again. Like, it's just who he is. That's fair to say. That's fair to say. I Y'all know that I understand Jimmy Butler is that talent. And once he's yeah, in the yeah. playoffs, top 10, top 15. Fuck that. He's top five. <laughs> yeah, top five. Yeah, he's literally top five. We all know this. So... 25 just a comfortable range and I'm just showing my respects because no one is really like paying attention to him in the playoff in the regular season because Are he you showing care. respect at 25? Yeah, I am. He's on the list. He's you hate 25. Jimmy Butler. You hate nah, him. No, I love him. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I get it. Okay, we can move on to the top 20. Let's get it. Okay, we got Donovan going first. All right. At 20, I have Paul George, 19, D. Mitch, 18, Kawhi, 17, Damian Lillard, and then 16, Jalen Brunson. Munch. Just munch. Just okay. Absolute. Okay. Just, go ahead. You think Jalen Brunson has been better than Donovan Mitchell this season, Damian Lillard, and De'Aaron Fox? Here's the thing. He has been. He's Because he's making 46% of his threes. He's been incredible. If we're serious, is he a better player? Would you want them more long-term than Damian Lillard? No. Damian Lillard has the the downside of playing next to Giannis and getting lower usage, having to figure it all out, while Jalen Brunson has the continuity to just do his thing at the start of the season. So I get the bias there, but be serious. What's up? 
You know, in any context of building a team, you would rather have Damian Lillard than Jalen Brunson. De'Aaron Fox is a real gripe for me, man. Yeah, he's the bigger. He's averaging thirty right now. What right now? Like, what in your mind tells you, Nah, Jalen got that in him? He's a Nick. That's what's in his mind. I can give you. I can. I can give you De'Aaron. I think. I think with Dame and the. Okay. I'll argue Dame a, a little bit more, and obviously the the second star role for Dame. And I'm okay with that. Like that that's honestly not really what what's bothering me. I think Dame has taken a while to adjust and it is starting to to be inconsistent. I think that Dame over the last three, 2 to 3 years has been very injury prone yeah. and and hasn't been as as reliable. I think that um I think that right now Dame is aging into this part of his career where he is the, he is the second option and Okay. Is he not? Is no. he not? Is he aging into it? No. He happened to get traded to the team that had Giannis. He had his best year of his career last year. He looks... He's not aging in anything. He just he, happened to be traded. How, how a GM he, how wanted did, him to how do How does he, though? How does he? He's sure, like but that hasn't 30, had any effect on those players. He's, he's, thir- he's, 30, he's 33. It's a big assumption. All I'm saying is last year was the best year of his career. You know this. He's he's 33. I, statistically, you you could probably find like better years of You can't, though. Day. Statistically, you can't. That's why I said statistically. Oh, oh my bad, my bad. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. But like... I think that there's, I think that that Brunson has taken this ele- this leap and in this elevation that if anybody else, and this is this is where I'm gonna push back on the bias for from y'all because if anybody else bias. came out here and was shooting 46 percent from three, you guys would be like, let let Scotty Barnes come out here and shoot 46 percent from three. Isaac is like, oh my god, he's him, he's doing all this. Let 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 Trey Young finally become a great three-point shooter <laughs> like that and start shooting over 40% from three. He's the third best point guard in the league. It's him, it's him right and now. it's him and how is that 40? No. Okay, thank you. All I'm all I'm saying all I'm saying is that Jalen Brunson, Jalen Brunson has taken a leap last year. He has taken a leap this year. And I want to give him that credit on the Fair. offensive end. That that a lot of other stars have taken those leaps or have had amazing stretches, and we give them credit, but we don't want to give Brunson the credit because he's six foot and he plays isolation basketball. Yeah, that's why. And, uh, give me a second, on. real quick. How fucking dare you doubt my statistic literacy? You think there's a world where I wouldn't call somebody shooting forty six percent from three unsustainable? Be fucking for real. <laughs> Nobody's gonna be the greatest three point shooter of all time by far. That's just unsustainable no matter who you are. I'm saying I'm saying he is obviously that's crazy because like. Steph's not doing that. I would doubt that no matter who it is. Yeah. But for him to be able to come out here and clearly show there's a different level of efficiency yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that he's reached. Everybody else is making those leaps and is and is becoming better. And I don't think that Brunson in the grand scheme of point guard conversations has gotten that kind of love. And so that's mm-hmm. why that's why I think that for him, who also isn't in a situation where like in Sacramento, okay, where you have fair. shooters. Everywhere. I I push back on that. Part. You have Go ahead. the shooters in Sacramento are much better than the shooters. In yeah, New I don't think it matters for Jalen Brunson. Why? His game, he's not a driving kick guy. His game has shooters has very little to do with what he does. The Knicks have competent spacing. They don't have bad spacing this year. I don't think. Would you say that? No, no, not not. He's not a guy. Not, not bad. Not bad. Yeah. But for but for De'Aaron, I'm like it does help when. When like you are going downhill, yeah, yeah, and you could play five out all the time because sure. you, because nobody is within five feet of you. But his game, okay, so that helps De'Aaron specifically because yes. he's a slasher. Yes, Jalen's not a slasher. That has it matters. It'll help anybody. So I'm not going to say like it would be nice if he had Harrison Barnes, Kevin Herter, and Keegan Murray. Mm-hmm. Sure, his game as an ISO score getting to the mid range, the Knicks are as good of a spot as anybody for him. I think what matters to him more 
is simply usage. Like you said, he's an ISO-based mm-hmm. player. The spacing matters less for the way he plays, I think. I, 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 I said to say, I don't think his team situation holds him back at all. I think I think that for that for Brunson, there I actually think that there's another level that he could go to if he had more spacing. And I think that in a in a playmaking sense, okay, it probably it probably could get there because at least in the in the Scotty argument, the the like if we're just looking at straight assists, the the numbers for Jalen aren't like outstanding, right? And I think that if he is dealing with somebody in in you know in the corner like. Like like a, a Kevin yeah like Godly can't say his name like Herder or like Malik Monk and two guys Keegan who, Murray right? sniper exactly two guys who are moving around there's this constant motion it makes it a little bit easier to get to get those assistants to be seen in that light as, yeah. a, as a playmaker and for Brunson because he is this like ISO scorer and does all this there's a floor that your offense can have and I think if you are talking about the other guys and you're talking about a ceiling raiser. Okay, yeah, we and then we can have a real conversation about what matters more, floor raising or ceiling raising. Yeah, yeah. But for Brunson, there is a floor that the Knicks offense does have because yeah, yeah. he's there. And I think that's appropriately the 24th best player in the league. I feel like we gave <laughs> yeah. him we gave him a high. He's 24. Yeah. Like, he's not 50 like Yeah, to say he's 26 and to even put him I'm not going to like get on this can't tangent for what to put him above Kawhi Leonard is like, ah, you're towing the line. You know what I'm saying? I understand. What? He doesn't play. He's, he's been playing this, this season. Year. He's been amazing over the last 10, 15 games. He's been surreal, you know? Yeah. And that's the type of shit I'm talking about. Like, it's so easy to be like, oh, he doesn't play. He's playing this year and we know injuries suck. It's unfortunate. He hasn't missed a game this year. Yeah, exactly. And to, I mean, I just, <clears throat> just to add to the much allegations, there's 90 headshots on the screen. You specifically requested a specific one for Jalen Brunson. <laughs> oh yes, yes, yes. Because the other, because golly, yes, I requested a specific headshot because the other headshots are from him in Dallas and everybody else. Dame just got traded this summer and he has a Bucks headshot. While Brunson has been on the Knicks for two but, years and we're still. Using but did you ask for a headshot or did you ask for a celebration? You want to hear that? I asked for the headshot. You asked. You did. This, you asked for the celebration because that's my guy. That's what. He that's does. my there guy. Go. There you go. That's what, that's yeah, what we're doing. But he deserves to have that headshot, yeah. like of his current team. Yeah, I. Fair enough. Second. Let's read the next five, so we can. Yeah. I'm gonna stop. Okay, eating. so go ahead. I have Trey Young at 20, 19, Bam, eighteen. I have Anthony Edwards. Maybe this is a little too low, but I think the guys above him have had better seasons overall. Seventeen. Donovan Mitchell and 16 out of Donovan. Okay, let's remove my next five so we can see all three of them at once. Let's go, let's go to the next one. I have at 20, Paul George, 19, Jimmy Butler, 18, Donovan Mitchell, 17, Kawhi, 16, John Morant. Mm. Okay. okay. So, okay, so clearly you have a start with yours. Anthony Edwards is the lowest here. Yeah. Why is he below a Damian Lillard or a Donovan Mitchell? He went so, so, so far this season, or going into the season, we all know Pretty much everyone was crowning him as to be the next one, the guy, the king. Or not the king, but you know what I'm saying. He's supposed to make that, like, superstar leap. And so far this season, his numbers look basically identical. Outside of his playmaking, I'll say he's made that leap. But so far this season, scoring has looked the same. Efficiency looks the same. Uh, Shooting a little bit better from three, which kudos to him. He's generally a better shooter compared to last year. So those numbers, they don't apply to the actual context. But this season, he hasn't made like the leap to lock him down as like the potential best shooting guard in the NBA, mm-hmm. depending on how you view Devin Booker and all that stuff. Yeah. And I would say someone like Donovan Mitchell, 
has had a vastly underrated season through all the turmoil that the Cavaliers have went through. They're still above 500 and it's literally only because of him. He's averaging 27, five and five on pretty good efficiency, you know? And when I compare the two right now, I think Donovan has had like the better season. And I don't think there's any real argument against that compared to Ant. Now I think there is, could I see Ant like surpassing him as the season goes on? Sure. It's very possible. But as far as what I've seen right now, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna tip my hat towards Donovan. I think this gets back to several other arguments you had. Defense. Anthony Edwards has been not just part of a team as a top tier defense, not just like there for the ride, like say uh, Donovan Mitchell was whenever the Jazz were doing it. Rudy Gobert was just the god there. Anthony Edwards has been like a big part of it. He's been. You said he didn't make any type of leap. He made a good leap defensively. The past two years, I was the first one to tell you that people overrate Anthony Edwards. A lot of that was because people were like, oh, he can be an elite defender. He just wasn't. He just wasn't for the first three years of his career. He's been a legitimately great defensive playmaker this year. Not like he's like locked on every play, but he knows when to gear it up and when to be a playmaker, similar to like a Shea Gildas Alexander who's leading the league in assists. Anthony Edwards isn't on that level of playmaker, but he's legit there and has actual impact there. He's grown. Well, no one's going to say that about Donovan Mitchell. I mean, yeah. he's not like... A cone, but it's not good. And Donovan Mitchell, like you said, averaging 27-5-5. Great. Two more points per game than Anthony Edwards. He takes more shots. He's not playing Nestle Carnelty Towns. He has better spacing. For everything that is good about the Timberwolves, they're not an elite offense because they sacrifice spacing for defense. If Ant had some of that, you know, he would hire more points per game, take more shots. They still feed Cat plenty of shots. Like, there's a lot to go around there. While the Timberwolves, while the Cavs have had all these injuries... Like you said, Donovan Mitchell has been the rock steady force. It's allowed him to get his numbers more. Those two points per game are, I think, mostly because of that. Yeah, exactly. And he's right. He's risen to the occasion and showed up every single night to keep them afloat. But there's been plenty of times throughout the season where I'm like, okay, this is just another ant stinker in November, which <laughs> we know why. You know, and he's had plenty of those. He's had and I just can't see, and I can't look at those and be like, nah, like he has to be better than Donovan Mitchell sure, because sure. like he's locking down on defense. Now, with that being said. Timberwolves, regardless of the stinkers, they're still the number from Anthony Edwards' the stinkers. They're still the number one team in the NBA as in the making of this podcast. Um, so that's just why, like, I just could not, I can't get past the inconsistencies offensively. Through I the that. defense is though the defense has genuinely improved, and that's one thing that I did neglect. And he does, he does deserve that shine. That's something that not of all people are going to talk about when it comes to his game. Of course, people talk about the jumping ability and the shooting and the, all the other stuff about him. But the defense has might be the reason why most people should probably put him over Donovan Mitchell. But I'm just holding him accountable towards what a lot of people expected out of him. And that's that leap offensively. No, I get that. And I, I think just he has made a leap, it. though. Like, th- he has had like several stinkers the past month. You're right. That's why I put him down a little bit, too. Just because I'm like... Is this going to be a pattern, which I think is the same thing you did. You just accounted for it more. The reason I didn't put him down a ton is because for the season, he's still shooting 71% at the rim. He's made a leap there as a rim finisher, despite having not a lot of spacing. The nights he's had these cold nights recently, I was looking into it. It's mostly poor jump shooting. He just has mid-range shot and his three-point percentage have fallen down to a little bit lower than they were last year because he's had those terrible games where the shot's just not falling. I tend to think that's just bad luck and that like, you know, he's not like a worse shooter now, not an inconsistent shooter. So I didn't ding him too much for that because that happens to everybody. And like, you know, Jokic had several terrible games. He's had like some of the worst games of his career in the past month too. I didn't remove him from one. Spoiler alert. So like, I didn't put him down too much, but I understand. We yeah, do, that's different. I get it. Yeah, that's different. Um, It's just like expectations leading into the season. And although I don't want to say he's like disappointed by any means, but it's just like, 
you could use uh, early before this podcast started throughout the day. I was like, should I put him at 15, 16? And then earlier he was high as like maybe 14, <laughs> but I decided to ding him at th- 18 because I just seen what Donovan Mitchell did more. So it's about him. And he's like, he's the orbit around this conversation that I didn't want to, that I didn't want end up to being lost. I know? get that. Yeah, that makes sense. Everything else in your list makes total sense to me. I have Dame a little lower. Actually, no. Have I had Dame on my list yet? I forget. No, I, no, I haven't. I okay, yeah. I think he's next. So, y'all have Jaw higher. I have Jaw at 16. Is he in your top 15? Yeah, he is. Okay, fair enough. I ended up going with a couple guys, like, just because, like, some people have made the leap this year. Like, I have Anthony Edwards above him, clearly De'Aaron Fox, just because they've been so great this year and made a leap, I think, in a very winning situation. When Jaw gets back and has more time to remind us who he is, he'll probably get back higher to closer to pushing the 10. Okay. I have him for now where I try to give him some benefit of the doubt but still reward guys who have just been available to do it because they're not knuckleheads. But we all know Jaw's going to be like in the top 15 for sure. Other than that, we all have Kawhi here. You had Kawhi lower, right, Mo? I have Kawhi a little bit higher. Okay, so you haven't seen Kawhi yet. Yeah, I have Jimmy Butler higher. Yeah, we talk, we talk about all these guys. Paul George, 20th. That's, that's a big yeah, Paul George range. we're ready to see the next five. All right, we got Donovan's next five. This is where it gets intense. Yeah, okay, here we go. So we got Tyrese at 15. Anthony okay. Edwards at 14, Jimmy Butler at 13, Ja at 12, and Anthony Davis at 11. Oh, Ja at 12. Okay. Yeah. I respect that. I mean, we had him in that range last year before all the fuckery went down. So, yeah, I think I get it. Yeah, I, th- I think for Ja. And also, this is, we are recording this the day after Ja <laughs> makes his debut and he scores 30 and gets the game winner and literally, like, doesn't miss a beat on anything. Yeah, he's great. And the, I, the fact that, like, Ja can step onto the floor and immediately changed the entire math, the entire dynamic of the Grizzlies offense and make them competent. They are, I, th- I think, uh, I take I take this morning, they're like seven and a half games out of the play-in. After seeing last night, I'm like, they might make a run at 10. And they, they might have a chance. The game winner got you. They, they, <laughs> no, but like if yeah. you look above them, Utah is above them. I do not believe that Utah will be better for the rest of the season than, than Memphis will. Fair. You have Houston, who is currently in the play-in right now. They cannot win games on the road, and they are 11-1 at home. Yeah, they and fell for, off. And for a young team, I don't know how sustainable 11-1 at home is. So I expect them to lose a couple more games, and that's all Memphis is going to need to creep into the 10th spot. And then they're probably going to have to fight with Golden State and Phoenix for the last spot, which is going to be tough. But I think that they have a chance to make it at least interesting. And yeah, ja, like you said, Ja was in this range before he did what he did last season. He's back. I think everything is going to be fine, and he's amazing. So that's why he's at, at 12. Fair and enough. It, I respect it. Yeah. You give a lot of respect to Jimmy. I understand it. I kind of, I'm in between. I, clearly, you gave him the respect for being playoff Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Mo dropped him for being regular season Jimmy. I did a little bit in between. I think I had him at 17 or something like that. I understand that, though. Yeah. One thing that I just have a slight question about, it's not like it's a huge grievance, but What's up? Tyrese Halliburton is 15. Yeah. You want to explain that? Listen. Specifically over Ant. The the floor raising, right, for Tyrese is fantastic. There's nights where the defense is actually atrocious. He's terrible. You're it's, right. <laughs> it's, it's actually like it's yeah. it's not it's not even bad. There's nights where it's embarrassing how bad he is on defense. And so I like, I just can't do it. I get it. I, yeah. I just can't do it. He just it's he's just insane it's, offensively, bro. I, I get it. But I think it makes me even more mad that you are like six seven. <laughs> you have the physical tools yeah. to not be a cone. And he is a he's a, he is a cone. Yeah. He is not impactful 
positively in any way on defense. And there's nights where you just look at it and you just question, like, what are you doing? You know who else is an impactful offensive in any ways on defense? What's up? John Morant. <laughs> John Morant's not a cone, but he's also in a better, a, a big problem. Tyrese Halliburton is not moving the needle at all. Yeah. He's also in an ecosystem defensively that doesn't yeah, warrant no, that yeah, at all. Yeah, so, like, no, that's, that's the, your fair. team environment matters a ton for defensive effort. Mm -hmm. Put him with the grit and grind Taylor Jenkins system. He'd probably try a lot harder, but more of an effort we'll, on it. We'll see. I can be set up he on does, a lot he, does, he, yeah. he does not do that. And even as bad as Ja is, it's not embarrassing yeah, yeah. the way that that it can sometimes get. He also like, again, he also has no backline help. The the whole Pacers system is built around not helping at the rims. Yeah. Not give up threes. Yeah. If you, so when yeah, you, if, you get, if you beat your man, you beat your exactly. Man. So yeah. when he gets blown by, it it's fucking clear as day because mm -hmm. he's not getting help in the corners. Every other point guard doesn't have that. Like that's like just asking to expose your guards mm -hmm. and make them look worse than they really are. Mm -hmm. Like Donovan Mitchell is probably similar, but he has two trees behind them that their whole thing is they'll help and shoot corner threes. And you contextually, they're not probably not that different, but system wise, it makes them look worse. And you think though, if you know that you're getting targeted every play, <laughs> I'm gonna need you to make one stop, right? <laughs> you have all the attempts yeah, to yeah. where it's not even. I'm not even looking at the percentage. I'm looking at can you get one stop? No, he's right? not good. You're right. Can not you good. get one stop out of thirty or or however yeah. many possessions? And it's just it's crazy sometimes. So I want to put him higher. I love Tyrese. I think he's fantastic. If you want to put him up at, at twelve over, over Ja, we can have that conversation. I and I can ride with you. Yeah. It's just there's some nights where it's bad. No, I get it. Yeah, I think part of it is a team ecosystem that's like I keep. I, this is a hard one. You show my next five. Am I next? Okay, show both of ours. Because I have Tyrese Halliburton at 12. <laughs> Makes sense. Okay. And I struggle because the whole time I've been saying I lean defense a lot of times. Mm -hmm. I also have been saying I lean team context and thinking about how the teams impact these guys. Mm -hmm. It's not just like their skills are on paper. Nothing else matters. Who's the five around you? Who's your coach? How are they deciding to play matters? Same reason I put Scotty Barnes higher. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of hard for me because he does suck on defense. But he also looks worse than other guards because of that uh, the way they play. I I'd lean towards the fact that he's just been such a supernova on offense, and there is the element of that's how they play that makes him look worse. But I get it. Like if I have to be consistent, yeah. you could put them above him. But like you see, I have eleven. I have Devin Booker. Twelve. I have Tyrese Halliburton. Thirteen. Damian Lillard. Fourteen. Anthony Edwards. And fifteen. De'Aaron Fox. The guys below him just don't bring the playmaking punch that he does. That's fair. Like, that's, that's I think that his playmaking fair. is meaningfully enough better than everybody on this list <laughs> that I'll, I'll oversell it past some of the defense. That's fair. Okay. Yeah, and I'm, I'm yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to say anything, anything about it. Tyrese is fantastic. Yeah. So moving on at 11, uh, I have Devin Booker, 12, John Morant, 13, Tyrese, 14, De'Aaron Fox, and 15. You finally see Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. Y'all have any grievances uh, at all? So cool. Okay, so let's talk about De'Aaron Fox now because we both have him top 15. Donovan's ass had him at 25, which is at the, I don't know how 25? you did that. No, no, not 25. What was it? He was 22. Oh, great. Thank, <laughs> no, thank, thank the heavens. <laughs> okay, let's go. Yeah, it was 20. Yeah, tw 22, 22. Great. I have him 15. Mo has him 14. He's averaging 30. Is the driving force of a really good team for two years now. And I've, I've been the one that's been saying I'm, he's I'm surprised so. that you're saying that because you were saying that Sabonis was better last year. Well, no. I hate Sabonis. Was I saying that? <laughs> you were. There's no fucking way I was saying that. I maybe, maybe, don't remember that. Maybe at but, some point, but after the playoffs last year, I would never fucking say that. Yeah, regardless of the fact, what what really <laughs> has sure. helped Aaron Fox this. take this leap is his three-point shooting. 
He's become a serious threat. He's shooting like 38% from there on eight attempts per game. So with seeing that volume and being able to maintain that level of efficiency, that efficiency to which I remind you guys, he came into the league as a non-shooter and throughout his entire career, basically up until these last two years where he really showed that bag, he started really clicking on all, on all mm-hmm. cylinders offensively. And that just opens up the game so much more for him and everybody else to the point where he's just as efficient and he's pretty much like one of those point guards where you just look at his game and just like yeah i don't know how to stop this guy because he can burst right past by you and if you sag a little bit too much he's pulling and it's going in 38 percent of the time he shoots 50 percent from the mid-range 39 percent from three legitimately great shooter like you said on high volume you know what's crazy he's averaging 30 right now last season he shot 77 percent at the rim insane the highest from any point guard in the league because their spacing was so crazy you know they're running and gunning and things were clicking full cylinder he was hurt for a little bit this year and right now he's only shooting 63 percent at the rim his lowest since his second year in the league that's gonna get higher maybe it's not 77 again it's gonna push his way back to the high 60s maybe low back into low 70s at least once you know he gets his feet under him the team everything goes back to normal yeah what's gonna happen when he's still shooting great from three still in the high volume and his rim vo- rim scoring comes back to normal 32 points per game? I don't know. But, like, we're not even seeing the peak version of De'Aaron right now, and he's averaging 30. Yeah, it's scary. It's scary. Looking at this list, I finally feel bad. I should have had Ant higher. I was genuinely a bastard. (laughs) (laughs) But regardless of the fact, um, the only other discrepancy I see is, like, you have AD at 11. We clearly have him at top 10. Um, why Why is AD at 11 and not in top 10? It's close. I get it. The... Listen, unless he's like when I when choice. I tell you that the hardest decision on this entire list for me mm-hmm. came at nine, ten, and eleven. Yep, it's hard. I I couldn't I couldn't pick, and mm. this legitimately for me is a three way tie. Somebody had to be at eleven. Yeah, and in actuality, all these guys are at nine. But <laughs> I don't like the Lakers, so I'm gonna put him at, at eleven. <laughs> and so and so we we'll do that. But it is it it is a three way tie, and he's as good as as the people that I have at nine and ten. Yeah, um, I know I know the debate you're talking about. I had the same fucking issue. It was hard. Like everything else, I lean defense, and I went with AD at nine over those other two guys. Mm-hmm. But I get it. The other two guys are more flashy offensively. They're younger. They're arguably the one option. Well, one we'll talk about. Devin Booker is the one that's arguable, I guess, because KD's still mm-hmm. KD. But yeah. like. They're a driving force for offense while AD is second fiddle to LeBron. So I can see why you'd hold that against him. But I think the defense is like insanity. So I lean that way. But I get it. Bro, it's a tie. Like, I <laughs> it's a tie. Like, but it's not. You had to pick somebody. Uh, for KD. That's funny, man. <laughs> and I told you, it's the Lakers tax. Like, that, that's what it is. <laughs> what else they're talking about here? So. We all went Kawhi up high. Yeah, he wasn't that good to start the year, but he's coming back. He's he's starting to ramp back up. The Clippers are looking great now. He's All the been pieces an are fitting together. Terminator, man. He's fully back and seeing Kawhi Kawhi's resurgence along with you're gross for that, man. <laughs> seeing Kawhi's resurgence along with like the Clippers as a whole just being a hell of a lot better of a team and just surpassing the early season expectations that we had of him. It's special, and Kawhi Leonard is is leading. He's not the leading force of that, but he's one of the leading forces of that. And to see P. Kawhi shades of 2019 Kawhi Leonard just right back at it, who's arguably like a top five player in the league when he's playing like this, it's crazy, man. He could be higher easily, but we just need to see it a little bit more. I, I think we're all being generous. I don't know if he could be higher because that inconsistency is still there. 
but I, I think we all, I think we all appropriately rank them for what we for know. Now, can yeah, be. for sure, for now. Yeah. But if he, if he keeps on playing like this, there's no need to be. We're not be. We cannot yeah. be generous anymore. He's going yeah. to force his way into those conversations. We cannot allow. We cannot ignore that anymore. Yeah, he can very easily be better than Tyrese Halliburton when you take the defense into oh, account. Absolutely. If he hits peak form, but listen, man, Tyrese is 27 on 62 percent true shooting. He's 24 now. 24. Oops. Thank. Oh no. 24 points per game <laughs> yeah. while being the best passer in the NBA this season. It's just he's he's like a he's an offensive juggernaut. Like the only offensive player that's been clearly better than this year is Luka Doncic and Yodikoli Jokic. Like yeah, it's like those are the only guys who are like yeah ungarbled from that standpoint. That all around type of creator is rare, and everybody else who is in that mold of him putting up those numbers is considered a top five player. Yeah, he's knocking on those doors once the defense becomes passable. Yeah, I agree. Wait, are, we, are we ready for the top ten? Let's go. The medium potatoes. Woo! See, y'all were talking about y'all had a hard time. This was the oh! easiest top 10 that I ever Skins, had in my man. life. Number six. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Number six, we got Shea Gilgus Alexander. That was crazy. Seven, LeBron. Eight, Tatum. Nine, KD. And 10, Anthony Davis. One, that was insane. I can't believe you just did that. Two, <laughs> I, I don't, I'm fucking frazzled by this. I don't even know what, all I'm thinking I, about I, is Shay on your face. I don't know what I'm looking at right now. Shay just sat on your face. <laughs> okay. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, okay. Um, the, okay. So let me, let me say this real um, quick. Someone who I dropped dramatically and obviously raised is Shay and Tatum. I've seen Tatum over the last few years consistently hover around the top six, five range. Yeah. And we all agree clearly like this dude is better than LeBron James. And so far this season, well, I think we can all agree. Repeat that. Tatum better than LeBron James last year. Oh, okay. We okay. all agreed that. We okay. all agreed to that. Yeah, yeah. But so far this season, we've seen that he hasn't made the leap that we're all hoping that he would make to have that he would be able to make in order to declare himself as a like solidified top five player in the NBA. There's nothing in his game that just screams unbeatable, unfuckwithable on all levels. He hasn't yeah. made he, he has like they're just and it's really like what he's going against. Not mm -hmm. like Tatum has gone worse or anything like yeah. that. He just hasn't ascended. Like LeBron, of course, LeBron's LeBron. I don't need to talk about it. He's averaging 25 points per game, shooting 39, 40% from three-point line. Shea is Shea. He has ascended on a whole new level, playing insane defense while also giving you 30 efficiently across the board, shooting 90% from the free throw line and probably leading the league in steals. Like, yeah. there's he is what I hoped Tatum could ascend to in terms of just like <laughs> – in terms of just like stardom in the NBA. Spicy. Right, okay. Okay, listen, I had Tatum in the same spot as you. I – I didn't have SGA above him. I had a LeBron James at number six, Kevin Durant at seven, Tatum at eight, nine, Anthony Davis, 10, Shea Gildas Alexander. Why are we hating on Tatum? Listen, what did you see Tatum do last night? Well, let night? me explain it because I, I understand why you say that because we had Tatum at six last year. Why did we put him down? Nothing really changed. It's more about we lowered LeBron and KD last year more than we rose up Tatum, I think. I think Tatum's been a steady force who's been a high-driving part of a elite team for like several years now so we know we're getting for him he's great he didn't get worse this year but he didn't get better in a way that he in a way that he should have because they have the best space in the league now with kp at the five they're insane the rim is always open his ass refuses to drive to the rim this motherfucker loves step back threes i saw that earlier that there's like five players in the league that shoot more than five step back threes a game they all do it because they shoot over 35 percent on that so it's an elite shot you're like you know like a luka Doncic shooting 38 percent there he shoots 30 percent on them he fucking loves them. He won't stop. The rim is wide open. And a team like that that's all built on five-out spacing when you get a KP 
only works because you can just be an elite force at the rim and teams can't stop you there because you can't help off anybody. He doesn't care. He still wants to step back <laughs> and shoot every time. And it hurts him and stops him from being truly elite. Form is immaculate. Yeah, like it's ridiculous. <laughs> like he wants to it's all these step backs. It's fucking obnoxious. And it's just he hasn't taken that jump. But it's more about LeBron and KD have like really like found the fountain of youth this year as scorers and been incredible. The where I think they just earned their spots above Tatum back. Because LeBron, we talk about at length. He's back. Like he's last year he slowed down a little bit because the start of the year Russ was there hurting the spacing. Second half of the year he's doing the foot injury in the playoffs. He's fully healthy and he's been incredible playing off ball, shooting 40% from three for the whole year. I think he's 39.3% now because he had a yeah. slow couple games. But a great off ball score, a little stop, unstoppable in transition. Been everything we'd want to see from an older version of LeBron. <laughs> and KD has put that team on his motherfucking back with Devin Booker and Bradley Beal hurt all the time. He's been unstoppable. He's averaging 30. He's been playmaking really well, defending really well. They're just very close to peak form in a way that like we have to give them credit, I think. So let me ask you this. Why can't you put Shea over Tatum? Is it just because like, you just need to see more of it? Am I jumping the gun? Because I could see yeah. that argument being made against it. Do you need to see it in the playoffs? Similar to what Tatum has done on a consistent basis. Because he's not like a complete fuck in the playoff at all. He's a, generally still a great player in my opinion. But in terms of just like the expectation being laid out for him and everyone wanting him to take charge and steer the offense and be a potent just have that potent effect on the game. He doesn't have that just yet. And all that comes down to is your decision-making and your ability to steer the entire ship in terms yeah. of just like aligning the offense. And Shea, obviously he has that. He's not a natural point guard. He was a combo guard coming out of college and high school and all that. But to see him just still like, maybe, maybe it's a CP3 effect. Maybe that really helped him pace the game and understand and be able to choose his spots and read the floor on a whole nother level because that's what's missing from Tatum as we speak and that's the leap that I saw from Shea over the last few years and that's why I officially put him over Tatum I'm just tired of not tired of seeing Tatum just maintain this level maybe this is what he is and that's completely fine exactly that's what I think I think that is what what he is and it happens to be an elite scorer in a 6-9 frame who's a fantastic defender keeps the ball moving doesn't hurt your offense at all and consistently leads winning teams He's just like, he's rock steady. Like, he is who he is, and he's incredibly valuable, always available. Just the eighth best player in the league. Just fantastic. He could be the sixth best player in the league if the two forwards above him look washed a little bit like they did last year in the playoffs. Right now, they look fantastic. So, I give him the credit, but Tatum is just, he's just Tatum. Okay. I say seven, but okay. Let's see how it goes. Let's just go to the next one so we see them all. All right. So, I have have Booker at 10, Shea at 9, KD at 8, and beat at seven, and then LeBron at six. You're a bastard. And beat at seven. <laughs> You're a yeah. bastard. Yeah. Wow, man. I, yeah. I love it. I love it. So I think, yeah, the beat at seven thing is the most out. It's the biggest outlier, clearly. Yeah. Uh, why Oof. do you think I, he's better was, than LeBron right now, though? Why do I what? Why? Oh, my bad. Why do you think he's worse than LeBron right now? I think that LeBron has found a way to be extremely efficient and to for for LeBron to to mold his to mold his game in this year and to do it like from from the three-point line to be able to pick his spots and still be elite right be able to turn it on and and get downhill and really like control the game in a different way than we've really ever seen LeBron control the game yeah and like, like even even in the last two years where LeBron was like averaging 30 
I you watch him and he looks better this year than he has in in the yeah. last in the last two years. I think that for Embiid, and obviously we are gonna have this this conversation. If if I told you right that you are gonna go on this road trip for three hours and you can drive a Lamborghini there for three hours, but in the second hour the tire is gonna fall off. <laughs> Would you still take the Lamborghini? Nah, man. Put me in a minivan. <laughs> exactly. And that, and that's, and that is, and when I look at Joel Embiid, that is what I see. I see a Lamborghini with a loose wheel because until he shows me that all of these guys are from top ten up, all of these guys, we are splitting hairs. We are picking guys who are leading their teams to compete for championships, and Joel Embiid has refused and has failed year after year to show up in the playoffs, to provide number one MVP level play. And until he shows me any type of semblance of that, you are not getting in, into the top five. Hmm. You, you, are, you simply are not doing it. I know what is going to happen because it happens every year. And until you show me that, until you show me that that's not going to happen, you're not getting into the top five. I can't do it. Oof. And beat tax is crazy. I can't. Nuts. I can't. Do I had it. the same thing on the stream the other day, 8 p.m. Monday. Tune in, anyways. <laughs> uh, I had the same thing. I said like, yo, I got. New York, California type taxes when it comes to Joel Embiid and you have the same thing but I was able to take a step back from the hate and look at what he's done so far this season. Fresh start, I like anything that he's done in the past haven't paid too, mu too much mind to it. Of course you don't want to forget but at the same time I'm just going to look at what he's done with this new coach which is like specific and to see him play this new style a new style of basketball. Of course, he does like the same MB stuff. He's going to foul bait. That's just built into his game. And he should keep it into his game because he's one of the best at, at his size specifically. So I don't want to say I'm expecting a different outcome, but to say that like he hasn't gotten better and to say like, yeah, LeBron's more dominant <laughs> is like, quick, I don't quick, know. Real quick, because I, I want to ask Mo this specifically. You said that Tatum is at eight because... He's just Jason Tatum. Like he hasn't necessarily taken taken the leap, and you are not seeing from him what you would like, and so that's why he's not higher. Mm -hmm. Joel Embiid has not shown me what I need to see. He has shown you though. Either when you, you've probably not been looking. When when, How, when has when has he shown me this season so far? I'm not talking about like playoff or anything like that. No, that's what I'm looking for. That's what I'm looking for. When when April comes, we can for me. Okay. we can revisit this. I'm not going to ignore it. I get you. Coming into this season, would you have called me an Embiid fan? No. Would you call me an Embiid hater? No. What would you call me? An Embiid truther. Okay. What would you? You tell me. I'll call you a hater. You yeah. would call me a hater, right? Yeah. You started the big-hearted shit. You would have been correct. <laughs> that, I called that man Big James Harden so many times over the past six months. He won me over. I'm all in on James. I'm Big Embiid this. I'm Big Harden this year. All in on Joel Embiid. It's simple. I get it. You can just be like, "Gotta show me in April." I understand. He does. He hasn't done it. I'm going to choose to believe this is going to be the year where he plays normal, barring injury, which is always a big thing to bar with him because he gets hurt every year in the playoffs. He is a materially different player than he was last year. I saw a tweet earlier that I quoted. He, he had uh, a quote in the media. I don't know where he's being interviewed, where he said something along the lines of, isolation basketball doesn't win games. I know that now. You can't play that and expect to win in the playoffs. He said that, I think, yesterday or today. And he's right. Because this year under Nick Nurse, they gave him... The book Thinking Basketball said, read the first five chapters. He did that bitch, and he's a whole new player. He's fantastic now. He passes better than he ever has before, averaging his career high assists, scores better than he ever has before, 
He's been on a fucking road tour the past two weeks against every bad team in the NBA. He's eating. Decimating them. He's yeah, fucking Godzilla in all these cities, destroying <laughs> them. And he does it in a way that isn't just like, throw me the ball, mid-range. It's been so much more diversified, playing the flow of an offense. Feeding Tyrese Max has been great this year, right? We mm-hmm. all, You guys had him in your top yeah, 30? Yeah, of course. He can do that because Joel Embiid has been playing as offensive hub, using his scoring gravity to feed Tyrese Maxey on these dribble handoffs. And he's completely bought into the system that Nick Nurse has deployed there. And Nick Nurse has completely transformed him as a player. The ways that he failed in the playoffs in previous years are because they just threw the ball to him in the post and told him to be a surgeon, dissecting these defenses. He was not up to the task. He's not going to have to do that anymore because they don't play like that. I don't see any reason to believe he's going to fall apart because... I'm not say that. There's reason to believe because he has every year. So I understand why you'd feel that way. I see optimism to why he won't anymore because he's materially different and plays in materially different ways that are just more conducive to playoff success. When you called him Big Harden, that might have been <laughs> the most damning thing ever said on this podcast. Oh, not, 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 not even damn, not even damning. The most correct thing that, that you've ever said because he tricked you again. He got you. He got you again. I get it. Because once, once again, we're gonna go through this whole year, and he might get back to back MVPs, and we're gonna get, will. and we're gonna get to April. And what is he gonna? He literally is one of the biggest playoff failures we've ever I get seen. It. I get it. But at the same time, everybody else things are different now. Everybody, everybody else, show me, show me that they're different. We can revisit in April. I mean, everybody else above here? him has had much more success than him. He's shown us for twenty five games things are different. All we can do is look at the sample size he's given us. I can't predict the future, and I'm not in the business of being like nothing matters until you do it in April. Like otherwise, what are we watching the games for? The whole point is to show what these teams are this year, and he's done everything you'd want him to do. Every checkpoint we'd have to say fix these things so you can be a good playoff player, he's done them so far. I don't know how we can't respond to that materially new information we have and not adjust our view of him at least somewhat. I'm not saying put him at one. This year, he's been he's going to be the MVP. He's been the best player in the league this far. Yeah, he's if we're doing this this season, he'd be number one. I'm not putting him at one because I know he still has those things that like, I'm going to trust Jokic in a playoff setting more. If he was this guy in the playoffs, he would be the best player in the NBA and it wouldn't be a hard decision. But we know it's not going to be the case, so I didn't put him at one. You know what I'm saying? like, There's a balance there. But you have to adjust to the new information at least a little bit. Now, something that I, I will say. I damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to do anything. Something that I will That's say. That's one. <laughs> is that so far this season, we have seen the Philadelphia 76ers hat face up against one of, they've had like one of the five easiest schedules in the entire NBA. And I want to see what he looks like against one of the more smarter, more dominant defensive teams on a consistent basis. And although like, yeah, I agree with you, Isaac, the system just allows you to play better basketball, more efficient basketball, which is the most important thing for Joel Embiid's playoff career and just NBA career whatsoever, you know? Mm -hmm. And so with that being said, I kind of side with Isaac just a bit, but I'm not going to fully buy into the Joel Embiid talk until I see it because I'm going to be broke (laughs) as hell and he could just prove prove me wrong in so many ways. But just like he has, just like he has like a myriad of ways to be more efficient and effective at basketball, he might be able to figure out a way to just flop it. (laughs) Because <laughs> that's just how he will. He There's always that been. chance. There's always that chance with Joel Embiid. So he I get will. it. Are we ready to go to the top five? Let's go. Top five. Who's first? Don Mo, you're first. So a five, naturally, Joel Embiid. Four, Luka Doncic. Three, Steph Curry. Two, Giannis. And one, I got Jokic. Okay. This is chalk, I think. This is this is what I had yesterday. I changed mine up. But this is, this is I think, the consensus, right? This is a very fair top five. Obviously, Donovan is going to like put him lower because he doesn't believe in Embiid. But... I think this is like safe. I would agree. 
Yeah, for sure. The only thing that could be shifted in my mind is seeing Luca surpass Steph because he's been unreal on a consistent basis. And Steph Curry, it's hard to look unreal when your team is just so bad. Yeah. But regardless, I think Steph has been the safest pick over the last few years. And I'm going to continue to ride that wave because yeah. I have no reason not yeah. to. Okay. I, I was with you. Like I said, yesterday, this was my top five. I did some tinkering. I am going to go on a limb now. I'm fully buying in to Embiid FC. And I'm just going to go all in. I might lose my house. I might lose the podcast. I might be on the street after this summer comes around because he might fail me again. I'm all in. I had this five. I put Embiid to number three. Hmm. You said that 9, 10, 11 was the hardest choice of your whole list. You can reveal it. This is my hardest choice. Three, four, five. I was agonizing over Joel Embiid versus Steph Curry versus Luka Doncic. I wanted to be with you and put Steph Curry at three because he deserves it. He's proven time and time again. He's one of the greatest players of all time. Really hasn't slowed down. I'm just taking the bet that what we're seeing from Joel Embiid is an evolution that's going to propel him to be in the, in the conversation for best player in the world. So I'm putting him at three just because I'm showing respect to what he's done this year because when I watch this team and I watch what they do schematically and the improvements he made, I see no reason it's not sustainable. And if it is sustainable more MVPs, more successes in his future. And I'm not holding Steph back for the team being bad. It's not his fault. We all know he's still as great as he is. But the only reason to put Steph above both Embiid and Luka, vibes. I think he can win. I've seen him win before. I know his style of play is conducive to winning. Every other category you think about and try to be objective, those two players stomp him out so far this year. But I put Curry above Luka still because they're both guards and both... We know that Curry's style of play makes people better more than Lucas does, and I gave him credit despite Lucas insane statistics. The difference with Joel Embiid, defense. He's offensively very similar to Luca in that they're just going to get numbers and be insane. Joel Embiid's been legitimately DPOI level defense this year. If you're going to say that, then you have to be consistent with your argument and put him at number one. I think that's the only thing. No, I don't. Where I'm like, I think you do. The two or, guys or, above or him are the least, two of the greatest players of all time in the peaks. Or at least at two. No, the difference above that is that the two guys above him, number two, is also an elite defender, and number one is the best offensive player we've seen in years. These two guys above are just Teflon because they're insanity. And I did do some of the playoff stuff where I agree we can't fully buy into him offensively in the playoffs. So it's like it's a sliding scale, you know? I can buy in enough to put him over a Luka, enough to maybe put him over a Curry. I can't buy into that enough to put him above the two best guys in the world who are clearly in a realm of their own because I know for a fact any year they're going to be dominant regular season and postseason. So it's a sliding scale. So then you know right now when you lose, you live in the sunny <laughs> in the sunny hills, not in the hills, but you live in the sunny state of city of LA. West Beautiful, man. Yeah. It's not cheap. Yep. I got an extra bed for you. You are sleeping with the <laughs> I'm rats. Going to the hood. Yeah, you're going to the hood. You're sleeping with the rats. You're sleeping by the sewers. <sighs> and I'll be there to help get you back on your feet. We'll get them donos up on live stream Monday, <laughs> 8 p.m. Tune in, please. And uh you'll be okay. But I respect it. You're you're going out on a limb here for him. You know what the worst part is? I won't be shocked if you're right. I won't be shocked at all if Joel Embiid just fails me once again. And if he fails me again. Never buying in on this motherfucker that's again. A that's, <laughs> a, that's, that's a lie. The next season would have a better season. That's, that's funny. No, that's I want again. If he fails me again, I'm, I'm, listen, James Harden's my guy. I'm never believing in his ass again. Joel Embiid has one more time to fail me. Never believing him again until he wins a championship. <laughs> I'm doing it this year just because he's been so great. And I don't want to be the guy that just holds on to old narratives and doesn't respond to new stimuli. So I'm going to be the guy that gives him credit. He's going to be a back-to-back MVP. You know how hard it is to be a back-to-back MVP and not be a top three player in the league? That's I think he deserves that respect. 
I'm glad you have a friend like Mo who's going to help you, <laughs> right? Get up off the ground. Because I will be there pointing at you, telling me I told you so, right? I'm not helping you out whenever MB, you know, eventually crashes. And it is, it is very hard to be back-to-back MVPs. It is also very hard to be that good and then to be that bad year yeah. after year after year. That's and so in terms of like the narrative, I'm not questioning Joel Embiid's talent at all. The quote unquote narrative is you are not good in the playoffs, right? It, it's like until we get there and until you defeat that, then we can then we can talk about that. I've never said anything about Joel Embiid being a bad regular season player. Of course not. I've never said that he cannot be the the leader of your team, that you can't run an offense through him, that he is not DPOY level defender. Never said any of that. I said that when it comes down to it, he's gonna fail and he's gonna choke. And he needs to prove that to me. I think three is I I, I think three is wild. I, I don't think yeah. it's I, I wouldn't I put him yeah, personally. I get it. With I get all it. that being said, I'm still like you just have rocks all you you're saying Giannis and Jokic just are Teflon. Yeah. Steph deserves to be in that same exact conversation because he's done nothing to prove against that other than his team itself having shortcomings. Yeah, I get and it. in terms of Luka, it's a different conversation, but we all know what he is and nothing needs to be said. You know, we see what he does on a consistent basis, whether it be in the playoffs or the regular season, he is Luka Doncic. No, yeah. I get it. So I get it. Like I said, yesterday I agreed. I put him at five for those reasons because I put Luke above him at first because we know that Luke is a playoff riser. He's never going to be an issue in the playoffs. Like the difference between him and Embiid, defense. Embiid has legitimately been an incredible defender this year. Like He should be all defense. And I don't know. It's not a lot of spots. Maybe he won't make it, but he's been that level defensively. And all whole list, I've been telling you, I think defense matters incredibly so. And if you can be the best scorer in the NBA and an elite defender, and you've been a good passer, and you're playing the system that lets others thrive next yeah. to you, birth a new all-star, he checks every single box. I'm just going to go on a limb and hope that this is the year that it translates. If not, I'll look stupid, but I'll, I'll want to be the one to take that bet. Yeah. All right. We're, we're, we'll be in lockstep if we see him be able to consistently be the best scorer in the NBA, or at least one of the best scorers once the playoff starts. I get yeah. it. I get it. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's get to my five. So I have Jokic <laughs> at one, Giannis at two, Steph at three, Luke at four, and then Tatum at five. Yuck! Damn, Tatum at five. That's I get high. it. I mean, listen, you put him over the old man. I understand. I I, I think it, I, I, it's my, my bad. Go ahead. I think Tatum over Embiid is sacrilegious, but I get it. I know I, you explained it already. You don't got to explain it again, but no, but it's, I think it's, it's insane. I think it's, I, I like, I like Jason Tatum a lot. And I think that a lot of the hate around Jason Tatum is that like, there's two things. One, you got to get, you got to win a chip, right? You've been in the playoffs long enough to where like, that is the goal. And that is kind of yeah. the expectation. But also in the regular season, it's just like, like you're boring. Like you're just, <laughs> you're just right. He's just a 27 point per game scorer, a very good defender, right? Yeah. The leader of a team that gets to the conference finals every year. He's their their team is fantastic offensively, and Jason Tatum is just at the center of all of it. But yeah, it's just, it's just kind of boring. Like obviously the late game shot selection stuff is crazy, and I need him to like listen, lock in, right? Go, go to the basket, see if you can get a couple free throws. You have the, like you said, you have the space and you have the tools to to do all that. I want to see that more, but I I think that we should reward Tatum for years of consistency yeah, yeah. As, yes. as this two-way player and having a lot of playoff success. Yes, and I think right. we are just putting him in the top 10. Like, yeah. yeah, you're right. I will reward him for the years of consistently not being able to elevate your, <laughs> your late game decision-making because... That, 
<laughs> number number five. Number five. <laughs> he can elevate his late game consistency. Listen, while and he has this not, year. <laughs> while you're not absolutely wrong, I'm agree with you to a certain degree. But with when it comes to Jason Tatum, he is just not an unstoppable force like we see 50 points in a game seven is unstoppable of course that is great but there's other elements of the game that help make you be that help you be that unstoppable there's a reason why he scored that 50 of course he was hot and all that but it's just being able to read the game and be the leader of that boat and that's just not in his bag and so with that being said i just don't think he warrants to be top five yeah and it's just like he's a worse playmaker than the three guys above him in Embiid, Curry, and Luca. If you want to argue he's just good of a playmaker as Embiid, go ahead. But I think Embiid has a little more gravity this year. We're scored in those three guys. Defensively, he's better than a Luca and a Curry. I think the other two things make up for it. And um, Embiid's a better defender night and day. Like, I just think when you, he's very, he's up to, he's a top 10 player because he's incredibly balanced and makes you better in a lot of ways. He doesn't really have a weakness per se. But I think if you want to say scoring is that top tier skill set, cool. But I think these other guys have, higher level elite strengths that just have tons of impact obviously curry's a system in himself the off-ball movement the shooting you don't gotta explain that luca's maybe the best pick and roll ball handle we've ever seen it's certainly the best in the league right now he's absolutely insanity with his level of three level scoring and passing and Embiid's, you know the most dominant exactly. score in the league right now like and to encapsulate encapsulate what you just said what is tatum gonna do to break the game we know what Jokic is gonna yeah. do Giannis is a demigod curry curry luca luca what does tatum have in his game that Go ahead. I, I, the advantage that Tatum has over, and I'll I'll specifically argue MB because I think yeah. the other four are kind of like we're in locks up there. The advantage that Tatum has over Embiid is he can look down the bench and say Al Horford get in the game, right? <laughs> and he can tell Al Horford Jesus to lock Christ. him up and do and do all that. That's that's the that's the ad- advantage. But like I think that I just think that like consistently we've seen them we've seen both of them match up in in the playoffs several times, and for Tatum to come out victorious several times in those situations for Tatum to to be as as like I said as consistent and just like it listen it's two ways it's a it's a it's a a consistent two-way player you're right but something that gets lost in that is just so much nuance in between that Mm -hmm. not once where they faced off against each other where I would argue that like nah yeah Philly definitely generally has a better team and the heat they should wipe the floor. There's never been there's never been an instance with that. They've always consistently had a better coach, a better starting lineup from head to toe, a better system in place. So everything yeah, I mean, leans Tatum's way, you know. And it's not easy. It's not it's not hard to beat down someone like Embiid. And I don't like that. I don't like that entire team argument. That's where it gets lost. Yeah, so I'm talking about you as a player <laughs> singularly. Because if we're talking about team, then Luca he's not in this. I'm not giving Tatum the positive Al Horford tax. Fuck out yeah, of here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, nah, I'm, nah, I'm gonna give him that. I'm gonna give him that. Great. Him that. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, who else we not talk about? We can talk a lot about AD versus Shea and Booker. I just wanted the defense. I think AD has been a dominant rim scorer this year. The defense, I think, has been absolutely incredible. He's game breaking on defense the way those guys are offensively. But I have no issue with Shea above him. I cool. I might even agree if you ask me tomorrow. And you guys don't have an issue. Some the only thing that I would say is like, damn, did I really put Shea over LeBron? Maybe I'll switch that, but really I just wanted to show how much higher that I had Shea over Tatum. That was just the hate that I had getting to my heart right there. So I don't really believe he's better than LeBron, but I genuinely believe he is a better player than Tatum, though. Wholeheartedly. That's hard. I mean, I That's get tough. it. I get it. It's tough. tough. Again, a bit a big part of the Tatum buys too is that he plays on a team that just added two great players more. So he takes less shots now and like has to spread the ball a little bit. Jalen Brown's also averaging less points because of that. So 
there's also that. Like, he's not going to be as impressive statistically just because there's more players to get more shots now. So, you got to keep that in mind, too. Yeah. But with that being said, too, I mean, they did add one of the 15, arguably, really 10 best centers in the NBA, Chet Holmgren. J-Dub took a step, and he's taking a lot more shots. Um, So, it's not like Shea didn't have to go yeah. through a similar thing of not like sharing the love and he's only dropped down to 30 points a game. Big shock. That's horror. not really the yeah. big thing. That's not, <laughs> that's not the big thing. It's just yeah. seeing the game management aspect to me is what's just so impressive. And the defense, maybe. Bro. Yeah. The defense suit, like the defense, let alone could help me with this conversation, but I'm talking about how he closes games on a consistent base on a consistent basis and knows when to, ping off of other players while also being the connector and if he can't be the connector then at times he can be the floor general obviously that's not like the main strength of his game it's probably like the fourth or fifth best thing that he's good at on the court but i just value him and what he does a lot on the court yeah the, the defense is why i went him over booker and why i'd be okay with going him over ad ad just like you know naturally as a big man being as versatile as he is yeah. way more impactful but for a guard defender shay's like almost as impactful as you could be like He's not like play to play like a prime Kawhi or anything like that, but in terms of defensive playmakers, like, you know, like he's leading the league in steals yeah. by over a whole steal. Yeah, it's crazy. he's That's by insane. far number That's one. Crazy. And steals aren't everything. Like you know, Allen Iverson led the league in steals at one point. He wasn't a particularly yeah, great defender. Curry did it too. But Shea has the size, play to play. He puts in the effort, playing within a team scheme that he doesn't ruin at all. He's legitimately a big part of it. He's like similar to what I said with Anthony Edwards, where he has that playmaking ability defensively, and he's good enough play to play with his rotations and on ball defense that. He's as good as you could hope for from a guard. So, could you guys see Shea surpassing Tatum at the end of the season or throughout the season? I I guess. I mean, it's, it's, it's just gonna, point for game bias. Hard. I think everything that he does, Tatum does too. Tatum's also a great defender. I think it's beyond the point for game bias, but we'll see when those conversations start to fire. Yeah, listen. The end of the if we, if we, honestly, it's also a winning bias because if we see Shea make each Western Conference Finals runs year after year, we probably have the same type of winning bias we give to Tatum. So, pick your bias poison, I guess. He's sexier. I'm taking Shay. <laughs> Anyways. Wow. That's why I gave him those undies. I knew he'd say some shit like that. It's, it's in his blood. Waving that is crazy. <laughs> like a flag? Yeah, You're man. insane. Yeah, man. Y'all smell that? No. All I smell is TikTok time. Woo! Let's go. <laughs> Cron eaters, it's time to Christmas rejoice. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> As always, we're going to start with the draft. This time, it's going to be very different than any draft we've ever done. It's not a player draft. It's not a lineup draft. We are drafting the best NBA memes. Oh, you know. I'm, I'm getting this. I'm, getting this. I'm getting this. You're confident? Fairly. <laughs> Fairly confident. <laughs> the draft order is Mo, Donovan, me. So you got second pick. You know, you'll, you'll get your, your probably your favorite memes. So. Yeah, I never get to, you know, I don't get to state, but it's okay. I'm <laughs> yeah. fine. Let's draft the best NBA memes. Mo, where are we going? Let's do it. Number one overall pick. Give me LeBron James lying, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he never tells the truth. Bro. He he said that he predicted Kobe scoring 81 points. <laughs> what? Capper. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good pick. All right. With my number one pick, I also want to go LeBron. Me give, too. Don't pick it. Don't pick mine. You know I will. Give me LeBron yelling at J.R. Smith. Damn. That's off the board for Damn. It's, okay. it's so versatile. We've never seen LeBron that mad. It is hilarious. Oh, man. Your bracket is busted. Damn, he ruined me. Got him. I'm going to stick with LeBron. First pick, give me the LeBron James kid. Ah, oh, okay. Iconic. That's a throwback. That's give a throwback. me that kid. I wonder what, what that kid is, is doing now. Is this a LeBron memes draft? <laughs> He's a funny guy. <laughs> Second pick, give me Shaq sleeping 
One of the most versatile That's useful games. Uh, Anything uh, trash, you just... <laughs> the Shaq meme always helps. That's clutch. That's clutch. <laughs> That's good. That's good. I love uh, that meme. All right, give me... I want to go kind of classic here. Give me Nick Young missing the three. Yep. And Another versatile one. And thinking thinking it went in, turning around before the shot even went in. I'm taking that one. That's great. Mm, that's hard. That's hard. Yeah. I like that one. Next up, go ahead and give me MJ's meme in the documentary saying, you never won anything. <laughs> that's, that's good. That's good. That is a Hall of Fame, you're a loser <laughs> meme right there. Okay, you got to zoom out so it's centered. The thing's about to go off the screen. <laughs> this is great. All right, where are we going oh, next, Mo? Next up, go ahead and give me the meme of Kobe Bryant leaving the Lakers game with his daughters. <laughs> that is shameful right there. Yeah. That is classic. He was embarrassed to be at Staples Center. You know how bad you got to be to make somebody leave courtside Lakers games tickets? Mm. You got to be ass. It's Kobe, Disgraceful. Man. It's Kobe, man. He'll do anything to go ahead and get rid of that atrocity that he witnessed. <laughs> he was so ashamed of those Lakers teams. <laughs> <laughs> All right, a new one, a new addition to the NBA meme list. Give me the Paul George. Where's Paul though? <laughs> <laughs> this uh, is one hundred percent is going to come back to bite Paul George and the Clippers in the playoffs, and I can't wait for I can't wait for that to happen. I'm gonna use it every single game. <laughs> I need it. Next one, we're going with a deep cut. Give me the time Melo was staring at Rihanna, ready to risk it all. Ooh. He, he was. <laughs> That man saw a target and he was ready to pounce. <laughs> oh, man. Can't blame him. And then, you know, next one, I'm going to go with a modern classic. Give me. I almost didn't hear you. I'm next up, I'm going with a modern classic. Give me the Bleacher Report graphic of Jared Allen saying the lights were too bright. Oh, that's that so lights. shameful. Oh, no. That's shameful. <laughs> so turn off the lights. <laughs> turn off the lights. Turn off the lights. That's uh, great. All right. I'm going with another quote meme. Give me Adam Silver saying, get ready to learn and insert wherever place you want. <laughs> right now, the Pistons suck, so get ready to learn. Detroit, buddy, is fantastic. That's a funny one. You know what? Go ahead and give me the classic KD, my next chapter me, bro. <laughs> so that good. is classic. So Anytime someone fine. wins a championship, stamp KD's, stamp KD's meme up there. He's moving. <laughs> That's uh, great. And then for my last pick, this is classic too. Trey Young lollipop meme, bro. Oh, that man. is just straight up offensive. And I need some of that smeared alongside my memes. That's bro. bullying for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Listen, normally when we talk up normally when we talk about things like in the 60s, we just say respect. So I'm going with a very old school meme here. Give me the OKC yes! mom made pizza yes! roll memes. Oh, where everybody's just yelling. I love that one. That's old school classic. meme. My childhood. Facebook. Facebook type meme. That's what we need on my team. You know what? While we're on the topic of old classics, how did we not pick the crying Jordan face? Oh, wow. That's the steal of the draft. What happened to society? The, draft. the greatest NBA meme of all time, pound for pound. You're right. Damn. <laughs> I feel like I didn't come hard enough. Yeah. Oh, whoa, whoa, wait, 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 Okay. <laughs> All right. Next TikTok. Next TikTok. That's gonna be hilarious. All right. Let's, let's say our team. What memes do we have? I have 
the LeBron James kid. <laughs> Shaq sleep meme. Melo lusting after Rihanna. Jared Allen saying the lights are too bright. And the crying Jordan face. Okay. I have LeBron yelling at J.R. Smith in the NBA Finals. I have Nick Young prematurely celebrating a three going in. I have Paul George's Where's Paul though? <laughs> Adams, Adam Silver's Get Ready to Learn Detroit, buddy. And the original OKC Mame Pizza Roll memes. Great meme. That's fire. Number one, I had the LeBron James Blind meme. meme. Number two, MJ, you never won anything meme. Kobe leaving the Lakers game mid-game with his daughters. Katie's classic, my next chapter meme back in 2016. And the Trey Young lollipop at number five. <laughs> Trey Young lollipop is so good. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Next thing we're going to do. Should we be serious or should we stay with some funny shit? Let's sit serious for two seconds. No, let's stay with some funny shit. I just thought about it. <laughs> I'm so happy right. you said no. <laughs> We're going to do something we did a while ago. We're going to react to NBA players photoshopped bald. This iconic picture that we have printed for Mo's Christmas present is from this. We're going to look at more crazy craniums. <laughs> <laughs> Cranium is crazy. So you know time. how it works. It. You're going to rate from one to ten how this NBA player looks if they were bald. Okay. Let's get it. Here we go. First up, Woo! Zion Williamson. Yo, why is why is this Shaq? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> why is this Shaq? <laughs> this is Shaq. This oh my is... goodness, this is Diesel. This is <laughs> Diesel. This is ten out of ten. This is a real player. But look at that face. He looks oh like a God. villain. He looks evil. He's he looks a like truck he, driver. He just saw a pack of sodas. This man has a CDL. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. <laughs> <laughs> this man looks evil as fuck this looks like an unfair strip club bouncer if I ain't seen one before man that's what he is he's scanning everyone up and down and he ain't nobody crazy. through I'm not gonna lie this makes his aura 10 times better he looks like a menace I'm giving this a 9 this man is tw if this was 1970 he would be 22 years old is, <laughs> I'm giving this a 10 out of 10 <laughs> this is an 8 this is a realistic person uh, you hate him <laughs> this is a good photoshop yeah, this no, is this insane is good. photoshop you see the grains in the back too <laughs> this is Clyde This is Walt Frazier. <laughs> right, next up, JJ uh, <laughs> Redick. Oh my God. Slappable head if I ain't seen one before. He looks like one of these. A thumb. Good God. Yep, yep. Oh. Alien. <laughs> he is not beating the pinky allegations. <laughs> Can't do that. Yeah, he looks he looks like one of the villains from Spy Kids. <laughs> the walking thugs. Yeah, the walking thugs. Yeah. That's who he is. Oh, man. He looks like a genius. Too much of a genius. There's too much. He has a basketball thesaurus in his head. Locked in, bro. <laughs> Listen. I've seen this guy working at my local gas station. Hmm. Give us a three out of ten. Okay. Damn. I'll, I'll say three out of ten, too. Yeah. Great. Listen, cool. if, he, if, he, <laughs> <laughs> if he started to look like this in real life, he's taking that flight to Turkey. <laughs> he's getting the transplant. JJ, don't do it. <laughs> Next up, James Harden. Oh, this is just Rick Ross, man. Skinny <laughs> Rick Ross. I'm being honest, yeah. man. Yeah, this is just Rick Ross. No, this, oh. is, this, is, this is Freddie Gibbs. If I've ever seen oh, him. God. <laughs> Freddie Gibbs and Rick Ross. Yeah, the Oris is gone completely. <laughs> yeah, this is Brick Ross for real. Brick, Brick Ross for real. Yeah, I'm Scotty Beeman. <laughs> yeah. I know. I just know this man is in Miami all the time. Hella yachts and just hella IGOs all the time. <laughs> That's what I get from him. He's got a type. Yeah. <laughs> no, this man for sure lives in Miami. Uh, is this making him look better or worse? Uh, At this point, honestly, a little bit better because, listen, he still has braids. Starting to start in the middle of his head, though. Barely. <laughs> Might need to come home, James. Right? Might Bucket, need to come 10 home. 10 out of 10. Make this move, James Harden. 10. <laughs> Next up, 
Donovan Mitchell. Ooh, this is smooth head. <laughs> Ooh, that looks real rubbable. Yeah, it does. It's like a genie. That's a knee. <laughs> <laughs> That's a knee. <laughs> uh, oh my goodness, this looks like if Kevin on stage played basketball. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like he's in major pain. He's one of the kids that made him shave his head. <laughs> Solid, you know. Ran, listen, random ball guy in Cleveland. Five out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he looks like he's those. He knows what he's doing, bro. He he don't look too bad bald at all. This is Frozone. Y'all are tripping. This is a four. He looks way worse. <laughs> <laughs> Athletic ass Frozone. Damn, he might be the greatest hero of all time. <laughs> all right, next up, LaMelo Ball. He can't go bald. This oh, is an engineer. This man. is a car mechanic. Jiffy Lube. He not in the go. NBA. Jiffy Lube. I'm surprised there's not a cigarette in his mouth right now. <laughs> wow. He's a scammer. He's scamming old ladies. He's one of them dudes on the phone right now saying, oh, yeah, credit card fraud. He's one of them right there. Nah, he's joining the Third Street Saints. Look at him. <laughs> <laughs> he's up to no good. Yeah. So is this? Uh, he lost all his aura. This is a zero. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go two out of ten. I'll go two out of ten. This, this, this is not good. It's a Latin king. Yeah, no, it's, a, it's a bad look. He looks like a rejected game, gang member in this right here. <laughs> this is Bad Bunny in 2017. <laughs> <laughs> this is Peak Paul Wall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> this man's from Puerto Rico. This is crazy. <laughs> Next up, Blake Griffin. <laughs> oh man, why is the picture deep fried though? <laughs> <laughs> this is like a different variation of R.J. Jefferson, bro. <laughs> this is a McDonald's chicken nugget. Oh, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, the, the, the the whole color is just throwing me off. <laughs> <laughs> He's never been this dark in his life. <laughs> I don't uh, like it. I don't. I don't like it either. One out of ten. I don't like it one bit. It makes me uncomfortable. I might give it a five out of ten because he looks like Howie Mandel. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a handyman. Look What's like the name trying to guy? come repair my roof or something. <laughs> I like him. What's the name of that guy? It's in all the roasts. The comedian. Uh, Jeff Ross. Bob Ross. No, not Bob Ross. What's his name? Oh, I, I think f- it's Jeff. Yeah, it's Jeff Ross. This is Jeff Ross. Okay. <laughs> you give him a little bit of melanin, this is Jeff Ross. <laughs> Just sprinkle a little bit in. <laughs> so, hey, <yo. laughs> All right, next one. Jamal Murray. Oh, no, this is really bad. Look at his eyes. It looks crazy. The neck beard combo with the bald head. Yeah, the back of the listen. The back part of his head is just wide. Scoopable. Yep, <laughs> that's what it is. Just scoopable. <laughs> kind of looks like a like a potato on the top. If he if he goes bald, he's gonna have to cut the beard and just rock the goatee. Mm, potato. He's a tater tot right here. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like something's like cut off the circulation in the back of his head, and he got crazy eyes because of it. Yeah, I'll go four out of ten. Yeah, he looks mean as hell, bro. I'm gonna give this a three. Yeah, I go I go three at best. I don't like it. <laughs> Next up, Carl Anthony Towns. This is Dude. just a bad picture. I feel I feel bad. <laughs> Everybody's saying anything about this. Uh, he just looks like my dad, to be honest. With you, man. <laughs> I'm being real. He just looks like a six eleven version of my dad. Like, looks, <laughs> God, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. This it's just a tired old man. He just wants to come home from work. Man, he's exasperated. His kids are stressing him out. He just wants to watch Monday Night Football. Yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna get home, hang that beard up on the coat rack, he's go good, drink a couple brews. This is definitely a two, though. Yeah, I'll go two. I don't like it. All right, two. Milk dud. Next up, Lonzo Ball. Oh, he bad. looks like someone right now. He looks like one of them old, light skinned, rap- retired rappers. Who he look like? Paul Wall. Oh. I think there could every be better. Light-skinned yeah, I think it'd be better. Every light skinned ball person, not Paul Wall. <laughs> no, this is Jason Kidd. 
It is Jason Kidd. This is Jason Kidd for sure. No, he doesn't look bad. Honestly, this is one of the better, like, bald players. He looks like he came from the Joe Budden family tree. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to be potting. Facts. (laughs) I'll say eight. Get ready to learn podcast, Lonzo. (laughs) (laughs) Ten out of ten. Yeah, this is a ten. (laughs) Next up. That's the end of them. Ooh. These are hilarious. I love doing this. These I'm are gonna, great. I'm going to do this until we run out of ones to react to. So if you're watching this, the people at Playmaker who make these, please keep making them. We need these. You're fueling <laughs> our content. I'm going to keep your watermark in there. Please keep making these. <laughs> <laughs> Honorable, man. All right, next up. You know, it's Christmas time. This is the T3 Christmas episode. We got presents. We got all these decorations, light stockings. It's only right we talk about something related to NBA Christmas. So we're going to grade NBA Christmas jerseys. Oh, yes. They need to come back. We've been saying it for years. This is our moment. That's just, just for us. That's there for was you. a whole lot this of our trash, time. too. Let's t- it's time to be honest. <laughs> Nostalgia's going to kick somebody's ass, not me. So let's grade these NBA Christmas jerseys. First off, the Lakers all white. These this are hard. Is 10. This is These pristine. are hard. This is crisp. This is heavenly. I don't know what else to say, but whatever positive adjective verb you want to use for it, this is it. <laughs> this is a 10 if I ain't seen one before. That was intense, but I agree. This is a 10 out of 10. The best Christmas jersey ever, I think. Easy. I'll say it. I'm also I, a Lakers fan. I don't, so. I, don't know, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if it's the best, but it is 10 out of 10. Maybe it it's is. my Lakers bias showing, but I'm taking this over all the ones on this list. Mm-hmm. Next I up. Agree. The Cavaliers, white text on red. Now, I think that these are, these are hard. the greatest Christmas jerseys to ever grace Christmas Day. I would certainly wear this more than I wear the last one, so I get it. Yes. These are beautiful. These are 10 out of 10. It works with every team. I love these. You can get a fit off with this. That that text looks like it would fit regular fashion, not just on court. Listen, these came in in 2016. You put this with a hoodie underneath, little Bryson Tiller dad hat. Oh, my God. It's <laughs> a oh. cargo shorts. Bro, you, no, you wore that in real life. You lying. Of course I did. <laughs> <laughs> of course I wore it. You had the camo cargo shorts on, the elite socks. Oh, you had that there. shit on back then. <laughs> you know what I'm about. I'm going 10 out of 10. You know my game. This is very nice. Yeah, I'm going with a 10 too. Aura. Next up, the New York Knicks neon orange. I love nah, this. I can't, I can't cap. I can't cap. These hurt my eyes, man. <laughs> what? They're so bright. They're so they bright, are. bro. They're so bright. They're all right. Oh, six. I don't know. They're Listen, fine. The streets of New York are very dangerous. You rock one of these, <laughs> you are a walking safety cone right here. That's true. That's true. You could put this to run at night. <laughs> and you and you would be okay. No car would hit you. Nobody nobody would would look at you. These are for safety purposes. Nine out of ten, <laughs> right? Listen, you're riding a bike down Manhattan. This is the jersey for you. Exactly. You ain't a target, bro. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Well, listen. Also, like safety rise. You look at this. You're a robber trying to look at somebody. You see this? Flashbang. You're not robbing <laughs> nobody. You're leaving. You're going the other way. <laughs> yeah. So for safety purposes. Nine out of ten. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fashion purposes four, but we'll go six and a half to make it even. Yeah, I'll go, go. I'll go seven. I'll go seven. <laughs> Next up, the Boston Celtics jersey. I, if you put Christmas jerseys with cursive writing, it's gonna be a ten out of ten. <laughs> it's so hard to mess this up. Yeah, these are these are beautiful. Yeah, another ten. The silhouettes unbeatable. Yeah, I'm gonna give this wow. a ten. I'm gonna give this a ten. Yeah. No, no, never, no, no more talking. Why isn't we a red headband though? Oh, Christmas colors. Never mind. Yeah, that is true. Special. This guy. <laughs> All right, next up. The Warriors blue on white. This could be better. I don't like that blue because it's, I don't think that's the correct blue. Okay. That they is fucked true. up right there. That is true. That is true. But once again, we see the cursive. We do see cursive. You got to put you got to put 10 out of 10. Do we have a new rule? If we see cursive on a jersey, it's a 10? 
No. No, I don't no, think we can make that rule. Abolish that rule. My bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. Never mind. <laughs> this is solid, though. Too, too much dip on the chip. All right, fuck it. This Next is a solid seven. Okay. Yeah, I'd say that. Next one. The Bulls sleeve jerseys. Sleeve jerseys should have been outlawed. They should have never been introduced into the <laughs> NBA. These are a zero out of ten. So waste of material is what I call it. <laughs> I know so many people <laughs> who could use that extra coverage. <laughs> that is not it right there. Was Adam Silver the commissioner when this came into the league? He tried to push it. Yes. He needs to be incriminated for war crimes. <laughs> Send this man to the... <laughs> Send him to fashion school. That's what he needs to be sent. <laughs> Send this man to Guantanamo. Fuck that. <laughs> this is awful. Zero out of ten. Yeah, this is a zero. There's just straight up a gray bull on top of that red shirt. Yeah, why is it gray? Like, ugh. Exactly. That looks like an undercover referee jersey, bro. Like, that's <laughs> honestly, what's the difference? I was working at Foot Locker. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> this foot action jersey. <laughs> All right, next up. That's the last one. Man. That's good. They need bring back Christian Day jerseys. Not this one. Yeah. This is trash. <laughs> All right, next thing we're going to do, you know, NBA trade season's heating up. We're getting close to those times where there's a report every day, many of which are bullshit. Many of which have merits because there's certain players we know are going to be on the trade market or at least the teams are going to explore the options. So we're going to talk about all those players today and talk about what teams you want to see these players be traded to. Who made this one? (laughs) (laughs) This was back in like 2019. I loved it. (laughs) Before the Drew Holiday trade when he signed that extension. Everyone thought he was down there. This is when all those failures happened back to back to back to back for Giannis. When the Heat were taking his lunch every year. Yeah. In Toronto too. All right. So let me know what year you want. uh, Let me know what team you want to see this player traded to. Okay. First up, Zach Levine. Get him out of this Knicks jersey. I don't want to see him as a Ew. New Knicks. <laughs> Why? I don't want to see that. For what? You guys got Quentin Grimes and RJ Barrett. What other wing options do you have? Why Dante would I DiVincenzo? go all in for Zach Levine? Why wouldn't you? What do you have better to do? Sir, I listen, we already have Julius Randle. Why am I why am I stacking mid on mid <laughs> by bringing Zach Levine to my franchise? Listen. You see that man right there? Automatic bucket. Why not? Listen, stacking mid on mid, that's how you become the Atlanta Hawks. Uh. <laughs> I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. Where do you want to see him go, though? I don't know. Trade I, him to Detroit. Nah. <laughs> they need send, help. Send the National Guard. Say anybody who can play basketball. If you, <laughs> anybody if play you basketball. can make two threes in a row, you can have a 10-day contract in Detroit. <laughs> send him there. Wait, send him to Detroit. <laughs> nah. Real note, send him to either Orlando or Sacramento. Don't trade Keegan Murray. Go ahead and give him two picks for him and whatever filler, and you'll be and you'll be set. Detroit, Detroit, <laughs> make it happen. Don't ruin it. All right, next up, Lowry Markkinen. We we, talk, we listen. We talked about this last time. I want to see Lowry Markkinen as an Oklahoma City Thunder. I think he would fit perfectly with everything that that they do, and I think that he would make them a legitimate. NBA I'll go one contender. step further. I don't just want to see it. I demand to see it. Demand. I'll go one step further. If we do not see him in an OKC jersey by end this year, assuming he's available, Sam Preston needs to be investigated for being a war criminal. Investigation. Investigation. This is the most obvious trade I've ever seen. Wow. Throw all the picks. He makes them a complete team that will honestly be arguably the best in the West. D'Lo in a first? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Listen, him next to LeBron and AD, you might, might be cooking. Hey. Lakers championship. We can't let them keep getting away with this. <laughs> Stop it. No, OKC has to happen. Yeah. It's a must. The league yeah. needs it. Next up, Donovan Mitchell. Are all of these just Knicks? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Dean Mitchell's um, from New York. It's been rumored for a long time. He is. But send him to Orlando. <laughs> no. Send if you send if you send Donovan Mitchell with the defense that they have 
and the and they have been trying to find a lead guard for years. Send him there. <laughs> D. Mitch and Jalen Brunson is just like East Coast version of D. Mitch and Garland. Exactly. <laughs> I need uh, to see. I need to see him in Orlando. He would have so much fun at Disney World. Nah, send him to Brooklyn, man. They need a new star. Oh, and he will fit perfectly alongside Mikal, Cam Johnson, Nick Claxton, and all them boys. Right, they're not keeping all those guys. Somebody's got to go back to Cleveland. Cam Johnson, yeah, send his or Cam Thomas, send his ass back. <laughs> you don't need him. <laughs> you get buckets in the Cavs. Give me that. Oh, limitless. But so you keep the New York connection. I, I like him on the Nets. That's cool. Yeah. All right. Next up. DeMar DeRozan. I do not know the answer to this because he does not fit with most teams. Where where would he go? Where would he go? Nihau? Kind of Am I wrong? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, his, it's weird because he's still really good. He's just so hard to fit with the team. Set him to Charlotte. I don't, know what, I don't know what they're doing over there. <laughs> Not a team with no structure, bro. Just go ahead and send them to Detroit. What? What? Could they get any That's worse? That's genuinely true. speaking, That's true. it's impossible. If not, I think he'll be. I don't want to send him to Portland. Never mind. That'll fuck up everything they have going on over there. <laughs> this is tough. Like who? Six man for the Lakers. All right. Once kidding. again. Once again. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I honestly don't know. He will stay in Chicago. Keep his ass in Chicago. Put him. So <laughs> 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 you are in purgatory forever. Yeah. <laughs> Next up. Alex Caruso. Put him on any team in the league, and they might go ahead and win a playoff series with him. I don't any know. team. <laughs> they have no access to do it. I would love to see him on the Bucks next to Damian Lillard. Oh, that would be a perfect fit. I love that. You want Marjan Bochamp, Chicago? <laughs> Listen, it would be a perfect fit, but this is not 2K. We are not doing <laughs> trade over. You are not going to Milwaukee. All right? That's not happening, Alex. Where should he go, though? Low-key? Lakers? Oh my God! Next <laughs> one. I just swallowed. He's pissing me off. <laughs> put him in Sacramento though, and all with all seriousness, he would be hard to sell. I am intrigued by that. Yeah, I am intrigued in by that. Yeah, that, that'd be a good fit. Yeah. All right. Next up, Pascal Siakam. <laughs> 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 this next one shops are hilarious. Uh, can I end Atlanta? Hell no. I got Jalen Johnson. I don't want him on my team. It's too late. It's too late, too late Toronto. First of all, as an Atlanta Hawks fan, you are not above any all-star coming to your team. You Thank need you. all the help you can well, get. You, you don't watch your team. You don't got Jalen Johnson on your team, so you're excluded from this conversation, sir. <laughs> I don't have DeJounte yeah. Murray either. So thank God. <laughs> realistically, speak, realistically speaking, though, put this man... Hey, if he was right. in Dallas, he would be cooking. I was, I was just thinking of that. I was thinking Dallas. Also, once again, a team that has nothing going for it. Charlotte, pick up the phone. Let's make something happen. <laughs> that would be right? actually great fit. Oh, Charlotte with Lamelo and Siakam kind of makes sense. They will be cooking. That with is Brandon Miller in the middle. Come on, I kind of fuck with that. PJ in Washington isn't there for long. Miles Bridges should be in jail. Give me Siakam and Charlotte. Yeah. Let's let's make it happen. If not Charlotte, give him another six seven point guard, light skinned dude. Put him in Indiana. Oh, Obi Toppin, your spot is not safe. Yeah. Defense, the shooting's there still. I love that for him. I like that too. All right, next up. OG Ananobi. Hmm. Listen, you put this man on any team in the league and he'd help them. Every fan base <laughs> in the fucking world wants him. Listen, put him I, on the Hawks, the Kings, the Utah Jazz, the Lakers, Warriors. Literally every association would love him. I've heard so much buzz about an OG Ananobi trade. I want him to stay in Toronto. Nobody gets OG. <laughs> Nobody gets it. Listen, if Masai wants seven first round picks for his ass like last year, he's definitely staying in Canada. It's not happening. No, nah, if OKC can't make a Larry marketing trade happen, they better make an OG on an OB trade happen. They better make something happen. Something. They need wings and they have all the picks in the world. True. Send, send Josh Giddy to Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Punch his ass over the border. 
All right, next up. Oh, that's the last one. All right. I love that. Trace season's coming, and we're going to be milking it all the way. Next thing we're going to do, what do you want to do? Let's let's keep on the on the topic of players. We're going to grade some NBA draft picks. Okay. You know, a lot of times we do stuff like NBA redrafts when we want to talk about a class. At this time, we're going to go to the 2021 class, and I picked out six or so players, and we're going to grade how the pick is aged. So, you know, just looking back, grade this NBA draft pick. Let's do it. First off, Cade Cunningham. Listen, they <laughs> they are losing so much that people on Twitter thought they were losing games to Wingstop. Okay? <laughs> it has not gone well. I'm giving this a D. A D? It has not gone well. Not because of Cade, because of every fucking thing else. It hasn't He's been gone putting well. up his You numbers. wanted to pick Jalen Green? It has not gone well <laughs> in Detroit. They suck. The whole era is bad. I'm giving this an A. They couldn't... It, Picking Jalen Green wasn't the answer. I can see picking Evan Mobley, but I still think long-term, Kate could probably become the better player. Everybody going to get fired after this. I promise <laughs> you <laughs> Yeah, Kate is the right pick. This is an A. Yeah. It hasn't worked out. He's Maybe he's not quite the top 10 player we hoped, but he's still going to be the best pick there. Exactly. He, is, he hasn't done nothing wrong to plumb his stock. Plunge his stock yeah. down. It's not his fault he's playing with terrorists. He didn't ask for this. <laughs> he didn't ask Monty for this. Williams to say yeah. his name. Monty Williams is terrorizing him. <laughs> All right, next up. Jalen Green. This is a D if I ain't seen one before. You're being it. kind. This is an F. They should have picked Evan Mobley. In the moment we knew it, looking back while Jalen Green continues to be second year Jalen Green with no improvements and Evan Mobley is an elite, elite defender, it's honestly deplorable that they didn't pick Evan Mobley. But he jumps high. Oh, oh. thank God. <laughs> like, this, is, this is a dunk man. Like, <laughs> Listen, James Harden, James Harden had... Was James Harden gone? Oh, yeah, he was way gone by then. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Okay, yeah, he you. was. A lot of people were comparing this man and saying he could be better than Anthony Edwards. <clears throat> Those are the type of conversations that he was <clears throat> in. To see how far down he's regressed, down he bro, they don't even prioritize him on the Houston Rockets anymore. Name That's me one skill. Goons team. Name me one skill Jalen Green's above average at. Vertical. Hair. <laughs> Jumping. Hair. <laughs> yeah, he has nice hair. <laughs> yeah. His product game is on point. He knows exactly what to put in that hair. Great. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> Props to you. Jonathan Kaminga. This has been a D. Ooh. This, this has been a D. They listen. They have been trying to make Kaminga into the star, and it just hasn't worked. And he's been like better, I guess. But like, I think this eh. is a solid C. He hasn't yeah. done anything outright to all for all of us to call him trash. He's yeah, not I mean, like, Wiseman. That's that's fair. But Kerr hated playing him. That's for his years. fucking fault. Steve Kerr refuses to play his young guys. Kaminga has more potential than he's actually been able to show. He's not great. They should have picked Franz Wagner. We all know this. But I think it's C. Like, it's not his fault he doesn't get minutes. Yeah, exactly. We but don't he don't get minutes. But we don't know <laughs> he's trash. That's why he's a C. I mean... Yeah. He's not an A or B because he could have been Franz Wagner. But he's not, he's not Jalen Green. Listen, we don't, we don't know, exactly. but... He could be Jalen Green. But we don't not know. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. All right, next up. Franz Wagner. The guy a the Warriors should have picked. A. a plus. This guy is going to be an all-star... Orlando has a foundational piece at forward to pair with Paolo. This is fantastic. Top two player in your draft? I mean. Uh, top ooh. three at worst? Top three for sure. Top three for sure. We might have to go two. We might have to go top two. You, you get me on the right, but you might convince me he's number one. Okay. Mm, <laughs> I'm damn. there. I'm with you. Damn. A plus plus. This guy yeah. is incredible. No weakness to his game. He is that guy. Yep. Next up. Alperin Sangoon. This is another A plus if we ain't seen one before. Steal the draft, right? Like picked in the teens, like probably the fourth best player in this draft. 
yeah, easily. He's he could be an all-star in the next few years, and no one really saw that coming. They found the face of their franchise whoa, whoa, whoa. in the middle face? of the draft. Face? Who is the face? Jabari Smith? I'm just saying, face face of the franchise feels very big, yeah, for, it's big where, for, for where he's at right now. They need to cling on to something. They have to call someone that right now, and he is that guy. Do you know who they have as the face of the franchise? Dylan, Dylan Brooks. Brooks. Oh, God. <laughs> the luscious lock. <laughs> He's dominating. Ew, let's be real. <laughs> nah, A+. Plus. It is A+, plus though. The last one. Next up, Jalen Suggs. This is a solid B+. B? Plus. Could be A, to be honest eh, with you. Really? I'll, say, I'll say, listen, he start, he's starting to, to come around. So so that's that's good. They're starting to see exactly like what they want from him. He plays very hard. I was C+. Plus. He's not what you want from a top five pick from a team that needs a lead guard, but... Like he's still a very good player. He's proven to be a good role player. I can have a role on a team at least. Yeah, exactly. C plus. Exactly. They picked a good player, maybe too early. Yeah. But regardless of the fact, he is not a letdown at all. I think he's a solid B because he's a productive player that any team would love to have. And I, I would say I would say it's a B because he fits into their culture and what they're trying to build. So I'll give him a little bit of a plus for that. Okay. He's a part of the culture. Yeah, good player. All right, next up. That's the last one. I keep saying next up is the last one. I never know. <laughs> next thing we're going to do. Let's play a game of... the. We do this a lot, and sometimes it's a hit or miss. We're going to do guess the NBA player in one minute, but this time in person. So we can have one minute to look at the clock, look in each other's eyes, and see how it plays out in person. It's going to be intense. <laughs> All right, so let's... Yeah, let's pull up a stopwatch. Who wants to do it? Uh, last time I... Let's go multiple games. Last time I did, I got that bitch in 23 seconds. Okay. Let, me, scrubs. Let, me let, me, let me Let me find... Let me pull somebody up. I got somebody in my mind right now. Oh, okay. Oh, I was gonna say I do too. We'll do three. We'll do all. We'll all do one. Okay. Okay. So, you got one minute to guess the NBA player I'm thinking of. Is he an MVP? No. Is he an All Star? No. Is he a starter? No. Is he? In, uh, does he play in the Western Conference? Yes. Is he playing now? Yes. Malik Monk. No. Was was he was he drafted after 2015? No. California team. Uh, yes. Is he over 30? Yes. Over 30 in California team. Is, is a backup. He, Nick Batum. No, he's no. in the Sixers. No. Is he a backcourt player? Oh uh, no! Backward plays a frontcourt player. Front he's on the Lakers. No, he's on the Clippers. Yeah, he's on the Clippers. Backward player. No. Oh, this is Norman Bell. No. Kawhi. No. He's a be- he's a bench player. Oh, bench player. Um, we got twenty six seconds, man. Let's chill. Who's on the Clippers? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not Terrence Mann. Uh, Russell Westbrook. No, no he's not an MVP. Uh, is it uh, Daniel Tice? No. Point guard. No. Shooting guard. No. Small forward. Power no. forward. Uh, is that uh, Ty Lue? Like, no, no, center? No, no. I said every position. <laughs> I know. I was trolling. Just pop forward. You dick. You just spoiled <laughs> it. Marcus Morris. <laughs> no, he's not on there oh, anymore. Fuck. It was PJ Tucker. You, 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 you troll. You, you troll. Five <laughs> seconds left. Come on. Now. How many players were there left? You, you ran out of players. You really said yes to power forward. I 100% would have got it. Nah, I don't know, it. man. You, you, nah, bro. It's, <laughs> as it's soon a wrap. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. I didn't go ahead. I didn't go ahead. You fumbled. cheated. You fumbled. No, you fumbled. You're you're cheated. Cheated. you lied. Five seconds left. You not get PJ Tucker. You lied. You lied. Go to hell. You're a terrorist. You lied. You guys just hold that L. You lied. PJ Tucker was the easiest. Go to go fuck You lied. You guys sore? What? Go fuck yourself. I don't want to play this game anymore. I don't either. I don't either. No, get your revenge. Get your revenge. I have an NBA player. You have one minute to guess who it is. Mo has to do it by himself. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sitting out. Let's be for real. All right. Does he play in the West? No. He plays in the East. Duh. Okay. So does he play for the Celtics? Yes. Oh, 
Is this Al Horford? No. Is this Payne Pritchard? No. Is this a a big? I don't know. <laughs> this is a lie now. I'm gonna go ahead and go with it. This is. Oh, what's that dude's name again? Ah, oh, fuck. I don't know. You better start thinking. Yeah, thirty nah, seconds. I got, bum. I got his name. Uh, fuck. no, you don't. Big what, Sam Hauser. Uh, no. Damn. Is this Tatum? No. JB? No. KP? No. <laughs> so, I'll say reset. No. He makes fire TikToks. He does make fire TikToks. I can't say it's him. Mm, I got 50 seconds left. This could be <sighs> Drew Holiday. Nope. D White. Nope. Who else is on their roster? Nah, you better oh, figure you it out. Know? You got five seconds. <laughs> you don't know? Uh, Three, nah. This two, is cooked. One. This is Wait, the Lano Blanton. Oh, dang. Oh, I'm, no one nods. Yeah, that's crazy. That's, that's worse than PJ Tucker because he's not even relevant. Yeah, that's worse. Good job. That is worse. Job. That is worse. <laughs> no one knows. The ball nowhere right here. The ball nowhere right here. Mr. Banton. <laughs> that is worse. When's the last time we got PT? A couple nights ago. Recently, but yeah. still. <laughs> Injuries had him playing. Yeah, that's I think worse. he started a couple weeks ago. <laughs> no way. Yeah, he was starting a few games. They need a All right, I got this, guys. I got this, guys. Stats up. You guys ready? Yep. All right. You have one minute to guess this NBA player I'm thinking of. Does he play in the West? No. Is he currently playing? Yes. He's in the East. Okay. Okay. Is yes. he on a Pacific Division team? No. Has okay. he been All-Star? Yes. Wait. He, you, you, can't, you can't Google I know, him. I know. I know. My bad. My bad. My bad. Okay. Are we good? No. Oh, he's No. Damn. Does he play for the Knicks? Yes. Ooh. He, he plays for the Knicks. Was an All-Star. Josh Hart? No. Whoa. Emmanuel Quickly? No. Is Jalen Brunson? Yes. Damn. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> that was too easy. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. I had a, a refer for my guy. He's had a lot of slander today. I was like, wow, okay. <laughs> I was gonna pick some. I was gonna pick Todd Gibson to be honest. He just didn't he just resign there? God, yeah, that's hilarious. All right, next thing we're gonna do. Let's get back to some funny shit. Let's restore the feeling. We're gonna guess some NBA players based on their haircuts. Let's do it. Another iconic thing we've done before. Guessing some players like their headshots cropped in. All you're gonna see is their upper forehead, and you gotta guess who this is. Okay. So you see it. First this up, crazy. <laughs> that picture's crazy as fuck. <laughs> Keep going. First player, this guy. That is Draymond Green. I know those wrinkles and the yeah. low haircut anywhere. This is a fighter. This is a <laughs> fighter. Yep. I see this picture. I see fisticuffs. <laughs> this is Draymond Green. Yeah. I feel threatened just looking at this picture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, next up. Who is this man? Uh, this could be. Ooh. I don't know exactly who this is. This man is stressed. He looks way older than he actually <laughs> yep, is. Yes, yes, this sir. is Grayson Allen. This is Ted Cruz himself. Yeah. Grayson he Allen. He looks exactly oh, yeah. like Ted Cruz. <laughs> For what? <laughs> oh yeah, we're we're getting these. We are rolling through. Oh, don't be too confident. All right, next up. Oh, about to who is this man? I know this too. Go ahead. This is a, he has a weird shaped head. <laughs> Last name is interesting. This is Tyrese Halliburton. Correct. Y'all are Damn. flying through these. We're here. <laughs> Next up, who is this man? I got this. I got this. This is the sharpshooter in Phoenix. This is Yuta Watanabe. Ooh. Correct. This, yeah, I knew this too. Damn, everything in two seconds. Y'all are flying through these. Let's see if it continues. I told you. Next up, who is this man? This could be a lot of players. Listen, <laughs> he does have a clean edge up, light He's skin. Clearly a light skin player. He this, might this, be... this can go two ways. This is either, is either Steph Curry or it's Jamal Murray, but I think by by the outline, I think this is going to be Steph Curry. That's a great guess, but you're fucking wrong. Damn. Is it Zach Levine? Damn. Yes, this is Zach Levine. Okay, there I we go. I thought I got you. <laughs> Damn. Oh, uh, yeah. 
I uh, thought, yeah, I wasn't leaning Steph, but I saw the head shape yeah, and, the, yeah. and the hair. I was like, yeah, this could be. It kind of looks like Dante Exum. I was thinking you were going to say him. Mm. That would that would have been a great pull. That's nice. All right, next up. Deep pull. <laughs> Who is this man? <laughs> Ooh, we could lean so many ways with this. I think we're at the Mike point. Epps? I think we're at the point in the program where Isaac is going to try and get a deep cut. Is this Marvin Bagley the third? You're right in the deep cut. No, this is not Marvin Bagley. Oh, I was about to say, man, you're cursed if you put Marvin Bagley in these. <laughs> this is this is not Mike Conley. He has short hair. This is not Mike Conley. Would, would you, could this be Joel Embiid? No. It nah. could be. It's not. Maybe Colin Sexton. Oh, it's Colin Sexton. It's yeah. Colin Sexton. Let's Damn, go. it's yeah. not Colin Sexton. Oh, you played that off too smooth. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that hurt. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, that hurt. I get fucked. Um, is he a is he a backcourt player? He looks like a guard. It's not a guard. Damn, you need hints. You're cooked. This is Carl Anthony Towns. Oh, uh, the Ooh, the lighting okay. in this picture is trash. That's <laughs> yeah. what it is. Lighting is garbage. That's what threw us off. We got got get fucked. I think that's the last one. <laughs> Damn, you almost had a clean streak. You almost flew through him. Somehow, I thought this would be the easiest one. Tough. Do you know yeah, how no. many people the have that haircut? Was, yeah, <laughs> and the lighting was tr- terrible too. We were, were we were naming all dark skinned players. Exactly. <laughs> we got one more video left, I think, before we get out of here. I stand with my people. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing we're gonna do, we're gonna go through some NBA teams and pick their greatest center of all time. Lit. So I, we we all love some all time talk. It's a staple to us. So I'm gonna name six teams. You guys guess, not guess. You guys pick who their greatest center of all time is. These pictures Nikhil put on here are insane. <laughs> is that a Plumley? No, those are the Zellers. Oh, Zeller. Cody okay. Zeller. <laughs> I get confused. Yeah. That's hilarious. All right. First up, the Orlando Magic. It has to be. It has to be Dwight Howard. Has to be? Has to be Dwight Howard. It doesn't have to be anybody. It can be Shaq. It's, it's, no, it can't be it's Shaq. debatable. It can't be Shaq. He, he wasn't there for, for Yeah, Yeah, exactly. four years is a long time. Is too steep. The impact is way too important. It is definitely Dwight Howard. Yeah, and they both have a finals appearance. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Dwight the the nod for longevity. Listen, if he could have left after four years with those rules, he might have left too. I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's not it's not Shaq's fault. He had the pre CBA. Yeah, this is. Oh yeah, you're right. Damn, it is a conversation though. For a second. For a second, you yeah. got to think about Shaq. <laughs> for a second, yeah. <laughs> you just have to say his name, and then you're like, okay, it's Dwight. Yeah. <laughs> I respect it. That's I, how we're doing. All right. Next up, the Philadelphia 76ers. This Who's in the conversation be, other than Embiid? It would be, you would have Moses Malone there. The correct answer. Um, And then, I guess Chamberlain is for the Warriors franchise, yeah. right? Yeah, so Moses Malone. No no love for Wilt? I mean, no, no, no love for Embiid? I think he deserves to be in the conversation. He can be. We're talking He's, about it right now, but it's Moses Malone. <laughs> no, I'm playing. I just, I just want to see what you're saying. It's easily Moses Malone. Moses Malone is probably the most underrated player in the history of the league. Yeah, man. He's a monster. He's incredible, bro. If you play it today, Jesus Christ. 27 to 17. Good grief. Next up, the Los Angeles Lakers. <sighs> now, this they have is weird so size. many good the centers. The hardest one by far. Is it the hardest one by far? Yes, the three greatest centers of all time all play for this franchise. But we clearly know, everybody knows who the number one is. It's Kareem. Yeah. I thought you were going to say Shaq. We have Kareem like third. Uh, I agree, but last time we did the talented, you were fucking crucified me for not picking Shaq. <laughs> he's more talented than Kareem. Kareem just knows how to get it done. <laughs> I don't know if he's more talented than Kareem, but I agree. Kareem is easily the third best player of all time. The longevity is insane. The championships insane. I don't know why you wouldn't pick Kareem. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a debate for a second, and when you really look into th- into things and how he was able to get things done at such a level. 
the scoring, the defense, the whole nine is just impeccable. Yeah. There's really no flaws in his resume or his game. Yeah. It He's has, the one. It's Kareem. Sorry, Shaq, you lost twice. Damn. <laughs> Next up, the Miami Heat. Wow, damn, Shaq. He's on a, <laughs> I'm <just gonna> play <laughs> for half the league. Yeah. <laughs> Shaq, um, you lose again. Alonzo Mourning. <laughs> to be honest, huh? I mean, yeah. Could he be? Okay. Yeah. It's a, he played there for like a year and a half. Like a little, little Bam out of bio love? Give him five more years. That's too much dip on that. It's <laughs> too much dip on the chip for Bam out of bio. No, we're, we're going Alonzo Mourning. Sorry, Shaq. Yeah. But Shaq has a chip there. So does Alonzo. <laughs> was he on that team? Yeah. Oh, I just have total brain fart. What? But he wasn't. I think I think he was on that team. Yeah, but total he... brain fart. I didn't even realize that. But he wasn't also that guy on the team. Though. Listen, for two years, Chris Bosch played center, so See, that's the real name that I wanted oh, to bring low up. Key. But he's more remembered as a four. Let's go, Chris Bosch. Let's he's, go, Chris Bosch. He's part Bosch. of the best team of all time. Let's go. We're going Chris Bosch. Shout out. We don't often get to give Chris Bosch love. Shout out Talent Chris for talent at that point in time, I think he definitely deserves to be in this conversation. For Chris sure. Bosch it is. Three. No conversation needed. We miss you, Chris. Next up, the Atlanta Hawks. So there's the Cambi Matumbo. Shout out Tree Rollins. <laughs> you the man. <laughs> and there's Al Horford. <laughs> Al Horford? It's Y'all see truth. how down bad this franchise is? <laughs> <laughs> Realistically speaking, it, I'm going to lean towards Al Horford. Over Mutombo? What has Mutombo done for us? We I went we went to we saw some of the greatest some of the greatest basketball hawk history with Al Horford on a consistent basis. The greatest first round exit in Hawks history. Is it still the greatest? <laughs> it's the greatest Listen, something. Man, I'm in Atlanta basketball. We have to cling on to something. Al Horford, congratulations. The greatest first round exit of all time. You Why don't y'all have good basketball? Tell me when you find out. Your life sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, the Sacramento Kings. Does Vladdy? <laughs> Vladdy Divock? Give it or, to or, give it a give it a nah. the give it a boogie. Give it a boogie. For what? He had like three first team all NBAs because the league was in shambles at the center <laughs> position. He was great though. Those weren't like fraudulent at all. Maybe yeah. not first team, but still he was How many does he actually have before I say that? Because it's honestly hilarious. And B scored fifty one tonight, by the way. That's insane. <laughs> <laughs> Just everyone's looking at you. <laughs> Go ahead, look at me. <laughs> Any anything to say about that? No, good for him. Okay, he, Demarcus Cousins has two All NBA teams. Granted, he was winning them over DeAndre Jordan as his biggest competition in that time, but he has two. They those are Mickey Mouse selections. <laughs> nah, but I you know what? But it his time seemed much more fun. Just even throughout the dysfunction. I'm going to give it to Boogie. I can't in all seriousness pick Vlade Divac in any conversation <laughs> all time. Give me Boogie. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Scoring the passing, bro, and he was legit a bully. It's getting ridiculous. It's getting <laughs> ridiculous out here. Classic. DeMarcus, let's go. The Minnesota Timberwolves. Now, this is interesting. <laughs> this is crazy. This is a great poll. Is Rudy immediately <laughs> this in the conversation? Sucks. <laughs> is Rudy, so bad. Is it Rudy versus Cat? Is it Rudy versus Nikola Petrovic? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's it it, it has to be Cat. Damn. Yeah, it definitely is. It has to be Cat. Look at the numbers. Just sheer alone. Just look at the numbers and be like, yeah, it's him. You know what? I'm just else. gonna change reality and I'm just gonna tell myself Kevin Garnett was the center so I can pick him over Cat. 
Utah. The hate I'm is cool unreal. With that. I'm cool with that. <laughs> Kevin Garnett, you are now a center and you're the greatest one of all time. Cat, I do not support that statement. Yeah. <laughs> and that's all of them. Ladies and gentlemen, I think that's episode 68. That concludes the TD3 Christmas. Ooh. Oh, wait. I lied. Nikhil just informed me. I forgot. We have a tier list to do, ladies and gentlemen. Getting away from, from our bread and butter. I, I almost fucking destroyed the fans and just you almost ruined my robbed them. Wow. Damn. All right, man. We're going to do a small forwards tier list. We've been going position by position over the past couple months. And today, we have 10 small forwards for you that we're going to put into this tier list. Lit. Nice and simple. First off, LeBron James. S tier. He's the standard. Is he still the best in the league? Easy. No. But, Oof. but the I, best small but, forward? But he's still S tier. I mean, according to the rankings that we just did, for me, no. But, it's tough. Mm. It's tough. But, he, but he's S tier. Okay, so how about the guys also running for that? Jason Tatum. Also S tier as well. Yep. Also S tier. You can debate which one you'd rather have today, but these are definitely the best two. Yes. Along with this guy, Kevin Durant. Also S tier? Easy media yeah. S tier yeah. as well. Okay. Let's get all the S tiers. Let's set the standard and then let's move forward. How about Brandon Ingram? He's a solid, solid like, B. Uh, B or C. No, he can't be C. He's too talented for that. I think B's fair. He definitely can't be A though. No, he's uh, not, he's not A. He's not yeah. A at all. I think two levels below um below Tatum is fine. Yeah, yeah, B's cool. Okay. Yeah. Mikael Bridges. Probably C. Tier. I think he should be in B. After proving himself this year that he can still be the number one option on a team while staying play, play, while playing great defense still, I think that lands him in B. He's in the same yeah, tier. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why you'd put Brandon Ingram a tier above Bridges. I just think that he's better, so like I, I can... He's Last year you ranked sure. Bridges higher. Did you change your mind? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> so this man's not 10 toes. A little bit. I'm going Bridges in B. Me and Mo, I'll vote you. Kick rocks. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, it's really just because everybody says I look like him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to distance ourselves. <laughs> Jimmy Butler, A. he's A, A, yeah, easy A, yeah, he's an easy A. Fits bro. nicely between these two calibers of players. Yeah, exactly. I like you already know. But playoff Jimmy, top of the S tier. He's easy, S. of course. He's just Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, Dylan Brooks. He's having a good year. Let's be honest with ourselves here. He is. He's a he good is. player. Y'all hate on him too much. He's C tier. <laughs> That's I fair. Was say that. That's, That's also great, fair. Yeah. yeah thank yeah, God. Yeah. He's not. He's not a B player. He's not a B tier. Definitely. Oh hell no. <laughs> D tier was last year for sure with all those antics, and he wasn't just. He wasn't efficient at all. Yeah, we're talking likability. We can go F, but one of the best perimeter defenders in the league. Likability. I think he's an S now. You, people, people, relax. People are starting to. They're starting to like Dylan. Seeing Houston culture, man. C tier. <laughs> Next up, Kawhi Leonard. He's an A. Yeah, let's just give him the respect. He can't get, in, can't get into S? No. Not yet. No. Not yet. Why not? Is he past his prime? S is for top 10. Okay. All The rest of those three small forwards are top 10. Kawhi is not there. Mm. Kawhi could be there, though, easily. By the end of the season, he could be. I mean, S-tier. maybe, but we all had Kawhi outside of our top fifteen. Yeah. He's not S tier. Uncertainty for A is perfect. Just to say, with all the with the, what he's been through over the last year and a half, two years, still to be A is he remarkable. Injuries, and he's a Clipper. <laughs> <laughs> Being a Clipper in and of itself is turmoil. Yeah, yeah bro. Life is not good. It's hard. <laughs> he's been through terrible vibes. <laughs> what a victim. <laughs> Next up, OG Ananobi. He should be either B or C. You, my friend, are Masai Ujiri in a tra- <laughs> in a costume. <laughs> that man is C tier as fuck. We need to stop pretending really? he's a star. Yes. You don't value the defense like that? Not enough over Mikhail Bridges, who's also extremely good offensively. This guy's C tier. He's mid. 
He's a high C tier. Masai has tricked you by demanding five first round picks for him. He is C tier. He's a great player, man. He's very good. Not an all star. He's just listen. I think he's low tier B. No, he's Dylan Brooks across the border. Oh God, that's crazy. <laughs> that's better than that. I don't see him being in. If you put him on his own team, he would not be an all star. Oh, absolutely not. If you he's put not him on his it. own team as one option. You see Detroit Pistons V two. <laughs> Detroit Pistons V two. <laughs> <laughs> Last up, Andrew Wiggins. Hey, listen. This year, F. This year it's an F. Normally, he should be a D, though. Let's go D. That man lost all his powers last year. I don't know what happened to him. He forgot how to have a love for the game or what something because he goes out there and just runs around. Checks were not hitting. (laughs) How to pass, shoot, dribble, rebound, steal the ball, communicate. (laughs) Everything he did well in 2022, make him bad at that, and that's a new player you got. (laughs) Not great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a tier list. A real quick one. I think this is good. This is a fantastic place to end the episode. Wonderful. Merry Christmas to everybody. If you're still here, comment. Nikhil is still daddy. And <laughs> you know, you guys saw it. We're giving away three PS5s. Go to the Twitter, leave a reply, follow us. I want to give you a PS5. Let me help you and give you this console so you can play with us. It's literally now or never. You might be the biggest bag fumbler of all time if you don't do this. Listen, tap in. All right. Crown Eaters, rejoice on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll see y'all later.